0: Hey everyone, it's Toski from the YMM Podcast, giving you another lowdown of what we got on the go. Big one, this Saturday, August 25th, Fort McMurray Reads, down at Mack Island, as presented by the Fort McMurray Public Library. A great event, we are so looking forward to this. Basically, we got five panelists that are going to be presenting five different books, to the crowd Uh, and uh, myself and Tito are one of the panelists and of course we're going to be defending Marvels if you've been on the social media or the Facebook site lately you've been seeing we've been posting some previews some uh, some amazing looks at Alex Ross's uh, uh, amazing art or uh, you've seen some of the story by uh, Kirk Busick Great, great novel. We can't wait to present it and prove just how great and epic uh, a comic book or a graphic novel can be. It's on par with anything that's out there. And uh, myself and Tito are going to prove that uh, this Saturday night. The show is free. We want people to come on down. Mac Island. 6pm. Saturday, August 25th. Come check it out. Put off by the library. It's going to be great. But before then... We got a little bit of contest uh, for you guys. We uh, basically want to give away a copy of Marvels, and we want to prove just how geeky and nerdy and how cool we can get for the next week leading up to Fort McMurray Reads. So, little contest we're gonna put off. You wanna win a copy of Marvels? Basically, we want you to post a picture Uh, On Twitter. Gotta have Twitter. Twitter's a big one. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. Twitter, I think, is essential. Uh, It's way better than Facebook. I think there's just uh, unlimited uses uh, uh, that you can have for it. Uh, And one of these uses that we're going to do right now by having a Twitter contest. It's easy. All you gotta do is post a picture on Twitter of yourself or someone you know dressed up as their favorite comic book superhero or supervillain, or any character Uh, that's a comic book, a comic book series, a graphic novel or a a comic book movie anything, post a picture dressed as one of those favorite character, and you gotta use the hashtag YMMreads also mentioned at YMMpodcast, boom you're entered, Friday night probably around 9 o'clock Tito and I are gonna announce the winner uh, basically, it's going to be, be most creative, uh, best-looking... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, probably not. Uh, it's just going to be the best one that captures our attention and captures our imagination. That's the one that's going to win. Uh, they're going to win themselves a free copy of Marvel's the graphic novel. Come on down to the former of Mary Reads event on Saturday. Come pick it up. It's going to be an absolute great time, and we want to get people... Uh, for the next week or next couple days just posting some pictures of themselves dressed up as their favorite characters it could be an old shot so uh, you dressed as Ernest from Ernest Scared Stupid uh, back in the 90's or if you're like me you dressed up as one of the Ninja Turtles for like 8 Halloweens in a row uh, post one of those just make sure you tag pound uh, YMM reads and also mention uh, at YMM Podcast and boom you're entered Friday night we'll announce the winner Saturday night, winner can pick up their Marvel's book down at Fort McMurray Reads, and hopefully uh, you come down and check out the show. It's going to be great. 6 o'clock start, free to attend Fort McMurray Reads 2012 at McDonald Island. It's going to be an absolute blast. Uh, so we want everyone to come on down. Uh, the audience will vote. They're going to hear the debates, all five of them. Are, they're going to hear all the arguments, and they're going to vote to see that what book has the title of best book for Fort McMurray of 2012. So, we got the event coming up on Saturday. We got the Twitter contest going on right now. That's pretty much it. We got a lot of stuff coming up this fall. Can't wait to show you guys. Still trying to finalize a few details. It's going to be an absolute blast. Keep it locked. YMMpodcast.com. It's going to have everything for you. And now, we got a new podcast. It's New Podcast Tuesday. So, you are going to hear myself and Steve get the lowdown on uh, the epic interplay weekend that it was so here are all the details with episode 48 of the YMN Podcast. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fort Mac. Two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMM Podcast. I'm Totsky.
1: And there's no Tito. <laughs> I'm uh, Steve Reeve, hanging out again. Yes, you're a Tito repellent, right? Apparently. No, he's working hard and uh, he's out of town still, right? Yeah, Edmonton no, he, bound.
0: he's uh, he's out of town there doing his trips across the country. So oh, heck
1: yes. The um, pleasure, thank you for coming to the Dining Room Table Studios. No problem. It's, we kind of had to play... Um, I was going to say phone tag, but not really phone tag. It's more like schedule tag. because schedule uh, fucking we had every, stuff going, and day day going on. Every day Someone's going on. Kids
0: shitting on the floor, and we had all <laughs> kinds
1: of fucking stuff going on, I man. thought you told the people you wouldn't tell them about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just got a little excited. I was just really happy to be here. <laughs> uh, no, no, a um, couple
0: near misses, man, but we fucking will persevere through. I always um, got the backups, too, but I figured fucking there's lots of shit going on. No, town. yeah,
1: it's a beautiful day today. Uh, and uh, <laughs> this and, is the radio You just want to go in the weather. This weather
0: is sponsored by <laughs> sponsored by yes, yes. Sound Designs. Remember, you you, know, um,
1: you can swear on the show. So fucking <laughs> um, no. It's I'm just saying it's a beautiful day. So this got me out of the out of the house. Yeah, the sunlight. I'm happy to be out here. No. Lord. And uh, speaking of sunshine, uh, that's what was going on for the better part of the interplay weekend, the big <laughs> good, party. Good
0: segue, sir. See, you're fucking like, going to the segways a lot better than Tito, right?
1: It's just, <laughs> hey, it's, uh, just occupational hazard. That's all. Well, no, like we're, I'm, a, we're, I'm a sucker for the speaking of,
0: <laughs> and we'll go right into this. Yeah.
1: Well, like the interplay was last weekend. And of course we had the film festival before the it, weekend before it, which I'm so to, uh, sad yeah. that I missed for the most part, I had like my token appearance. You did. For three of the shorts. You
0: came in. You fucking came and in. And I won a you, contest. You, you and came down. You owned it. a contest and fucking left, right? <laughs> I still haven't read those comments like, yet. still see in my later. laptop case.
1: <laughs> first part of uh, Interplay, which you guys have already covered. Um, all about film, but we should jump into the, yeah, well, okay, the second so half.
0: Yeah. A lot of people was just like, uh, Interplay was dubbed two weekends. It started on the third, ended on the 12th. So it was two weekends and everyone was just like, well, what's going on the first week? What's going on the first weekend? Film festival was it had a great time, good turnout. Thought it was an absolute blast. Uh, And of course, that leads into the primary second weekend, which is the Street Festival uh, for Interplay at King Street.
1: Yeah. There's our opening. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Slightly slightly different uh, different setup than they've had in the past, but same location as they did last year, which I think is a great location. I love it better than Main Franklin. I I do. I do too. Main Franklin is great because of the that parking lot is ideal right beside where um, point (laughs) hair hair affair or hair trends. I forget which one. There's the salon. There's Subway. There's uh, all the radio stations pretty much in town except for Chaos uh, are on that block too. Chaos. But there's that. Yeah, (laughs) between the BMO and that other building, there's that uh, parking lot. that many people have driven by that is ideal because that's where you can set up the trailers for uh, artists and they they did the stage there one year yep. um and uh it's just a really good uh, location but the venues for the plays and things that's where it was kind of lacking i mean you kind of had to go into the stonebridge hotel and yeah like it was, it was definitely scattered around like, like, i remember boardrooms being used as venues instead of actual theaters yeah know?
0: like i remember watching uh <laughs> i remember watching dr horrible rooms, rather and the sing-along blog it, and it was mm-hmm. uh, brought off by i can't remember it, this was two years ago now oh, i remember yeah. Do you, it wasn't um, local. Tim, Tim
1: Cooper brought it back from Edmonton. It was from Edmonton, right? Yeah. And I remember literally watching A lot it. of people that have roots in the community, though, that got their, like, drama started yeah. at high school.
0: Yeah, because <clears> I think <throat> they were a bunch of old, uh, Westwoods. I can't spell, like, Kiwit Tipatata. You know what it is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I can't remember on yeah. top of it. <laughs> <I'm trying> to... <laughs> that's horrible. No. Great company though. Yeah. Great, great theater and, group. And uh, now the, the, that's the birthplace of the Rapid Fire Theater group yeah. that was here in town again as well. Some of their players. I
0: remember, so a couple years ago, I remember watching Dr. Horrible in like, it was a shitty setting. I think it would have looked really cool on a stage, but it was a real shitty setting because, Basically, they were still on the floor and you're in a bunch of seats yeah. after. And I'm a short guy, right? So and of course, I'm a short guy that doesn't get anywhere on time. So I'm always in the very back. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I couldn't see <laughs> shit, right? But I, I seen enough to enjoy the play. Definitely money well spent. But I noticed that was always the problem with, uh, with the, uh, Franklin Ave interplay. It, mm-hmm. Cool location, center of downtown.
1: Boom. This yeah. is our primary, this is our primary festival. Come down and enjoy it. Eh. And you got a little more separation from residential area as well. Yeah. A little bit more.
0: But, but I I really like it at King Street because literally they shut down the King Street Road. I know they shut down Franklin, but they only shut down just that one. And they block. do two blocks, yeah, two blocks. Yeah, uh, uh, I really like it on King Street because that is our theater district, like it or not. And regardless of what well, happened this year, that is our theater. The venues
1: district. are already centralized. They've got three great venues for different purposes. Right in inside Canal Theater alone. Not to mention, they can erect the stages out in the parking Uh, lot there. It's kind of like a nice little shell, and then they've got across uh, the other side of the purple palace. There's that great family uh, kids playland there.
0: Doug McRae, yeah, I I, I couldn't didn't know what it was called when when I announced
1: it. That was great too. Um, It seemed like the uh, the scale, the size of the entire thing was a little bit um, scaled back from last year, but and. My comment towards I heard a lot of people saying that it was pretty pretty dead. I I I don't know the numbers. I haven't really, but sort sort of oh, the visuals really announced anything either, right? No, uh but I I kind of take it as it the visuals were. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I think that they they did all right. I I definitely think they broke even for the for the event from yeah. because I was there on and off through the better part of the weekend. There's you always got to take in pretty much everything. Steady. I got to take
0: in the kids shit this year because I had Kingston, <laughs> yeah. so I got to uh, and which is one thing I. I I want to apologize, but I don't want to apologize because I don't think I did anything wrong. But I do want to apologize to a lot of like the friends and everyone that came out to the film festival and supported. Uh, guys, thanks a lot. And if I didn't have a, a four year old by my side that I'm responsible for twenty four hours a day, I would have been right there front row for all your guys' shows. Oh, uh, I don't think uh, anybody I, takes. No, no one whatsoever. did. But I still feel bad because well, a couple people were just like, "You coming to the show tonight?" Mm-hmm. Right, and I wanted to check them out but i just couldn't well i missed but, a few shows but that here's I was my promise to, to you guys in about 2 or 3 years time i'll have a 7 year old that's going to come with me to all right, the shows right so uh, that's something i'm really looking forward to like i said i, I I don't want to apologize because I didn't do anything wrong. I just.
1: No, I hear you. They
0: came out to my show. I really wanted to go out to their show. So I was pimping pretty hard on Twitter and, and Facebook to get as much people as possible to go. And, yeah, I was um, trying
1: to, I was trying to beef up the buzz as well and just, uh. There's only one local show though this year. That was kind of interesting. Uh, but I was going to say earlier about the, the, the crowd level and everything, how yeah. it seemed a little sparse in there. I loved the setup, the, how they had it with the beer gardens. Yeah. Um this year I would have uh, the only thing I would have changed about that is kind of offset where the um sound tent was the the audio It was right in front of it was it, it was kind of right in front of a couple of the tables and right like if they had I know that it has to be pretty much straight line from the stage, but if it was offset from the beer garden, just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I sat down at one spot to have a burger and a beer, shit, uh, and I was, uh, they, the music hadn't even quite started yet, and perhaps my own fault, but I just thought there was a couple tables that were, like, set up, so you couldn't see anything on the stage. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, why did I even sit? Oh, it's the only table that's left. Oh, I wonder why. Um, but and the, and the other thing is that... um the uh the the street performers seemed relegated to one area i saw like a few wandering around and they did have some of the entertain like they had the uh stilt girls maybe i'm breaking their character there i'm negating the premise they're actually (laughs) just really really tall costumed girls (laughs) um and uh giant owls and you know very those owl
0: things scared the shit out of me and kingston well and and and, uh the evening
1: girl at at the mix (laughs) our new uh edition uh, oh yeah yeah frightened <laughs> severely <laughs> frightened while well, live on location there really? i was getting a kick out of it but um well, like,
0: like these guys were french i think actually of uh, the two well like there was the owls and then there's the stilt walkers yeah I think these were brought people brought in from montreal great performances i fucking love that shit right and, and to me i really want to hit uh, some of Quebec festivals i really want to go down and check oh, those oh, out yeah right? and um Yeah, like the Kingston loved the pink girls because they were all chatty and and touching him and stuff like that. But the owls freaked him and me out because, especially the first time I saw him, I was rounding a corner. And he yeah, was that's just right it.
1: there in my face. I was just like, holy shit. Well, and that's similar to the story that Amanda told me uh, is that we had like a tent set up for our broadcast in case it rained. And she didn't quite see them coming from the side. And all of a sudden, they'd, like, they're taller than the tent. So they duck their heads down in under the tent <laughs> and t- take up the entire wall. And she just was like not having it. Um, I was going to say, though, they they other than the ones that wandered, there's the street performance seemed relegated to one spot off to the side, which was very s- close to the, um, uh, the dirt bike and motocross pit. And all that stuff, um, and it just seemed like the space inside that um, parking lot is a space that you kind of need to fill. Um, a beer for a you, oh yeah, no you, problem. You
0: know the show is better. Than oh jeez,
1: okay. Um, but I was gonna say, uh, I, I think. Uh, I really don't want to comment too negatively and like pretend like I know how to put on an event like well, no, interplay no. myself. But just a couple but, comments that I did one have: events to fill Buffalo that space listen? in, so it looks yeah. it looks busy all the time. Yeah, and there was there was people there the entire time. There was, but there was too much empty space around. The yeah. area where people just wouldn't populate anyway, like kind of to the behind and to the left and right of the stage, unless they're coming in and out of the theater, there's not going to be anybody really hanging out yeah, there.
0: Which was interesting because last year, uh, when the first year was down at King Street, that was a really primary spot for some of the street yeah. performers. And when I know they had um, a vinyl burns.
1: Yeah, he was doing a big oh,
0: show. He was fucking hilarious. And the right?
1: aerial angels not coming back again this year broke my heart. <laughs> well, uh, they're fantastic, all,
0: and all stuff that uh, hopefully Vincent Buffalo listens and and, and takes. Well, and I mean that's that's a I'll, I'll the scenes right now, thing. Like, maybe they're not available. Maybe there's well, a thousand. Could be things. millions of different reasons, right? So before we break this down, and we're and we're going to break it down, uh, I'll put the disclaimer out there right now. As a whole, I thought this was an amazing event. Oh yeah, I give nothing but props to events. I enjoyed Buffalo, every minute, and I know how hard it takes to work. I know these guys rely on volunteers. We're going to talk about that all too, um, but uh, just take some of the stuff, uh, some of the stuff into into stride, right? Because uh, you're talking to two local guys that've been through quite a few interplays, so we know where, well,
1: we know what's good, we know
0: what's bad, we know what works, we right. know what and doesn't. Right? My
1: only comment is referencing past interplays. And mm. things that I know have yeah, worked no, from exactly. seeing it myself. I'm and not. I've trying already, to, and I've already yeah. said
0: before, uh, White Lock and the staff events with Buffalo. I think they're doing a good job of bringing new acts. Absolutely, in, stuff that we never the heard musical, of before. The
1: musical acts were great on that main stage and yeah. uh, sounded great the entire weekend. And just I love that there's music playing mm. almost constantly from from the day beginning at eleven until like things close up at midnight or early on the Sunday, of course. Yeah. Um, so uh, just looking at the list here. I know that Chris Visser who was uh he did magic uh on the kids play stage uh with his Yeah, we saw him. Lovely, we caught him the tail uh, and- counterpart. Yeah, um, his wife, isn't it? Yeah. And um his uh his uncensored hypnosis show as well, which myself and roommate and uh Ladies Room Podcasts um host, <laughs> yeah, co-host um she got hypnotized on stage. I got to see the video. See. The oh, you video. did. Oh, yeah, yeah I got fantastic. to see the full.
0: I got to see the full thing.
1: Okay. Um, it's interesting because I don't, I don't want to sit here and. and well, I was be, gonna say he's an Alberta boy. That's that was my whole point. He's from Edmonton, he, I believe. Yeah, he? yeah, he's an Alberta boy. So that was similar. He's vocal. been up here for years. He keeps coming yeah. up here.
0: His show is good. I said I don't want to put him past anything. But let's talk hypnosis for a second.
1: Okay. Because
0: okay. Uh, I went down to uh, I've always wondered about hy- hypno- hypnosis hypnosis. I'm like this. What? Like really? Like if these guys can actually hypnotize people, why aren't they? like fighting crime or like oh, yeah, okay, I doing any kind of investigation investigative work or well whatever. because you
1: have to be a voluntary um you have to want we went, to be
0: hypnotized so we went down to I had Which, a chance to go on stage to anthony cools in vegas mm-hmm. and to me it was a big bunch of bullshit it didn't work but these guys are such showmen that they always well, incorporate a cop-out so oh, it's not yeah. their fault that i didn't get hypnotized it's because i didn't Feel the power or fucking let myself be beam. Whatever bullshit they come
1: up with. Well, it's, I totally think it's the power of suggestion, which uh, I think I truly believe is very powerful. Like, I want to jump into like a Fox Mulder speech about like <laughs> regressive hypnotherapy. <laughs> like, that's how I know that my sister Samantha was taken by aliens. But, um, no, I honestly, I don't know the science. I don't know the, uh, the pseudoscience behind hypnotism, but no. I do totally believe that people can be hypnotized and that suggestions can be implanted into the subconscious mind while the analytical thinking brain is shut down. I agree with you. Yeah. Can they do that when they're half drunk on a stage in two minutes? No. (laughs) Yeah, uh, no, I do believe so. It depends on the person because they, I mean, I mean, Chris Visser had a stage full of chairs and he brought up a cross section of people. And then it it ended up being, I think, uh, about uh, 11, 12 at the end. Same with Anthony
0: Cools. He had two huge rows. You you got to weed out. And you weed out. And like, to me, in in the show I was at particularly, maybe it's just my mind. I'm always looking for the reality of a situation. Well, and that's why people hypnotized from the crowd because they only had three of his original 15. Uh, Yeah, you know, I'm just saying. Like, I'm not putting anything past these guys as showmen. They're amazing entertainers. I don't believe in hypnotism, but I'll go down to any fucking show and watch. I'll go down to Cools again and watch. I'll go down to Visser and watch. I think these guys are entertaining shows. I just don't think it's real. I I I disagree. I think that people on stage are just are just given an opportunity to you know you know what? Let me spell it out for you. Subconscious, like like uh, I won't say the words, but let's just go put on a good show for these guys.
1: Oh, do as I say. Let's put on a show. The crowd will love it. I, it there's got to be an element of that to it. Mm. There has to be. Like He's not saying those words, and, but and that, that's a, the mentality. And there's a placebo effect as well, I'm sure. Mm. I mean, it's that's what's so powerful about it. Is I believe that – I mean, I, I can't speak to Chris Visser's show specifically – but I mean, I'm always a super skeptical mind, yeah. and I try to like pinpoint maybe somebody's like just acting just a little bit too much. But I think that for those that and you can't have every single person on stage be in on it. No, for the craziness that goes on, and for the weird situations where where a suggestion just doesn't work and like things. Well, like look that at
0: that the and, Carly right, like when yeah. uh, humping the chair in that video. Well, oh yeah, she when just, she she, refused. Flat she flat refused, refused, and he right?
1: and just his reaction to things as right well. Quick. I mean, he's he's great showman. And I I just, I was watching it for the entertainment value, but I was also fascinated because I love trying to find the misdirection in magician shows and like Bingo! shows where there are is yeah, definitely so something You're in the same the frame of mind Absolutely. And that's why I don't think that I could be hypnotized. I believe it happens to the majority of the people that are on stage, even with some, Oh, he told them you into that No, even ship. with plants yeah. that that convince the the other people's minds even more. I mean, I'm talking about hypnosis in general, yeah, not yeah. about any pr- specific performer now, um, uh, but- <sighs> there's There's definitely an element of realism to it there's got to be and one of the testaments to that I found is um once he found uh a group of people that were uh, he deemed you know particularly susceptible to the yeah. implantation of suggestion uh he was uh he was doing a, a sort of a, um, a hypnosis um, sort of wind down for them, trying to bring them in. It was like conception. It was like first there was one level of dreamscape that he described, and then there's a second level. First there's one level of and then there the there's another one. <laughs> exactly. But like he brought them down level by level by level to make sure that they were all kind of in the same. You know, to bring different people, things connect with people differently. So he used the reference of like going into a light and relaxing. And then yeah. there was like a bed that was relaxing. And then there was also a sky that you could yeah. like fly in and be free. And that was relaxing. And I was looking around in the audience and people like, um, the girl that was right beside me, her fiance was passed the fuck out <laughs> during that part. And I mean. The show's not that late. I was feeling pretty tired too, and yeah. I'm just looking around. And the thing is, you could hear a little bit of a chattery giggle from the audience members, and I think that it was happening all all through the audience. Yeah. People were just like, <laughs> and that's the <laughs> well, power. Of like, even like he started at 11:30, went to like two in the morning, didn't he? Yeah, Jesus and and Christ. that's he, he. We talked to him afterwards when Stacy picked up that video. Yeah. That he said that's like the, the when he was discussing it with the sound guy and everything. He said that's the mark of what whenever he comes to here for a show or whenever he does a festival where there's multiple show times. Um, the, the way they described the good one, like he was, uh, the sound guy's like, what, do you, do you have bad shows or whatever? He's like, no, 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 just the good one means the longest one. Yeah. Because I'll keep it going for as long as I can. As long as you
0: can keep it going. As yeah, long as you can be entertaining. And
1: as long as the people stay under their sort of, you know, yeah. state of, uh, being able to put suggestion in and everything. Yeah. So I, there's, there's definitely a realism to it. There's also misdirection to make it more believable, of course. Yeah. But it, there's, there, it's real.
0: And, and the ever growing debate right like they like said i went on i went on the stage and Anthony cools to be i want to get hypnotized. i want like i want
1: to see this right but yeah but you're going to like be proven to not to like to see
0: it but that's the give up that's the, his copo like i remember anthony cools he fucking spelled it out he's like warning this is not a guarantee to be hypnotized because if you're not in the right frame of mind to be hypnotized and you won't be hypnotized and then everyone's just like Look at the fucking fat loser, man. He can't get hypnotized because he doesn't want to get hypnotized. You know what I mean? It's such a cop out because he's, these guys are performers. They're artists and and they're perfecting their art. Chris Wizard, a master at it. Uh, Anthony Cool's a master at it they create that cloud right like oh absolutely. you're right there is like i'm not mm. going to say stacy's lying when she said like, i can't really remember uh anything i did on stage or she said she can't at all i'm not going to call her a lie so like maybe well, it's the best of both worlds i so wish I that
1: you watched it when she was present right i wish i would have been able to watch that because that would have been a fascinating experiment she was second part of the She's act. all
0: embarrassed I'm well just
1: like, oh, that's just i would funny. like <laughs> to see her reactions <laughs> to seeing things if she truly didn't remember yeah. and she was she was very animated on stage. I mean, that's a testament to something going no, on as true. well.
0: No, and good point. like I said, and maybe, I mean, maybe there's some, maybe there's others. I
1: really think, I mean, I've also, I'm fascinated by, um uh like, my mother's a respiratory therapist. She started a company here in town, uh, Breathe Easy, which is not just respiratory stuff, but they also do a lot of sleep testing and sleep apnea testing mm-hmm. and then corrective therapies and things like that. So I'm very fascinated with all kinds of sleep disorders. Um, and, uh, the, the brain has kind of two different locks when you fall asleep. One is to turn off your analytical mind, and the other is to kind of paralyze the body, sort of. So that you don't, that's, if one of the disorders is sleepwalking, that's when your paralysis button isn't clicked off, but your subconscious mind is. And that's very similar to what hypnosis, I believe, is. I think that there's a way that if you can master, if you can get into somebody's brain, if you, if the person lets you in with your suggestion, you can help them turn off that analytical mind and turn them into somnambulists, sleepwalkers, and then tell them what to do. <laughs> well, okay, it, we're going to go
0: off topic, but I don't give a <laughs> shit. It's my show. The um, sleepwalking. Like, you you would be a man that knows, like, is that a real phenomenon? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because, like, a lot of people at work that we deal with, uh, like, does like, the weirdest, most utterest fucking m- competent shit. Mm hmm. And then they're like, well, I don't remember it. And to me, my mom was just like, well, you're fucking lying. Like it, it there's no way that you slept walk through fucking two full doors, uh, went and started pissing on a fucking wall in front of everybody and then not remember things. Like to me, I just don't see it possible. Well, and cause it's never happened to
1: you, right? I
0: mean, or I've never been like, if I'm sleeping up here in my room and all of a sudden I see like my brother, they like, just walk, like that would scare the shit out of me. Well, no doubt, right? I've never, I've never been
1: around anyone that did it and I've fucking. A lot, a lot I lot people what? <laughs> in the same house come on <laughs> um no, you know what i've never actually witnessed it for myself either um and it's kind of like it's i'm taking like the agnostic yeah not atheist approach to it where i'm like i ain't seen shit but i'm not saying that it's never happened um i just I it's definitely a very real thing uh and i think it's uh, just as real as kind of the opposite where, where people get night terrors and that's where a lot of Demon mythology, I think, has has uh, has originated or been developed by because that's the opposite trigger, where the paralysis button is clicked off, um, and your and your and, you, and your subconscious is is going into overdrive trying mm-hmm. to process information through the day and create dreams. Uh, but but your analytical they- mind is not turned off either. You're conscious, okay, but you're you're stuck, and so your your subconscious tries to answer why. And a lot of people throw different cultures around the world, uh, it, even before um communication and even before travel, before ships and everything. Yep. Um date backs into ancient cultures that uh, very similar stories of like imp type creatures or black figures or, or mm. dark men either holding down chests or, or sitting on chests because when you're in that paralyzed state, it's your, your breathing is very yeah. controlled by your brain. One of the more um, common
0: ones with exorcisms, right? Like with yeah. the,
1: but demonic possessions. And with, uh, and with a like lot of UFO um, abduction stories and things, there's that paralysis part of it as well. Mm. Um, and I think that ties into it's uh, very similar but not quite the same thing as sleepwalking. It's kind of the opposite between the two triggers yeah. being turned on and off. Mm. And it's just, I mean... You, you can develop different things, uh, uh, different sleep disorders, but for the most part, I mean, it's just going to be something that your brain is wired a certain way. Yeah. And I think that plays into hypnosis. Like, I don't think that I can be hypnotized. And I'm curious because I want, if it happened to me, that would kind of, that would be the proof. It would be definitive, but I'm always trying to look for the way to analyze the situation yeah. and stay in control and stay one step ahead of the situation. You just said it
0: too. Like me, I i take pride in the fact that I can, I, I want to be in control of my mind. And I always do. I never want to yeah. lose control of it. It's just like dreaming. Like there's, there's times where I know I'm dreaming. I can control my dream. I know what to do. I know I can do whatever I want. It's a dream. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I've always wanted to stay in control. And of course, like, that could be part of the reasons. Or, of course, what the showmen say is, well,
1: that's why you can't get hypnotized because you don't want to lose control, right? And I mean, it's, it's the same as magic. I mean, it's, it's, uh. But see, magic's not real. I mean, it's not real either. But I mean, it's just, it's, it's a combination of things that are really happening yes. mixed with the misdirection to yes. make you think other things are okay, also uh, happening. I can buy into that. Cause like, David, it's like, it's like, like, like the, the David
0: Blaine, Blaine shit. shit. Like if dude can levitate, yeah. the dude needs to start fighting crime. Like, yeah. it, it, you don't fucking use this shit just for a TV show on a shitty network, right? Like, you need to because, change the well, world.
1: Because that's the whole thing is you need to have so much control of the environment that in the real world, it's just not, it, you can't just make that stuff happen. Like, well, like, you can't
0: do it. David Blaine cannot levitate, folks. Like, this is facts. These are, this is true. That's hard, all, that's all camera facts. editing. Yeah. That's Dude. all, it's, yeah. The, uh, what's his face there on, uh, uh, Mind Freak, uh, fucking- Chris Angel. Chris Angel. Like, these guys are showman entertainers.
1: Yeah. Magic does not exist because they would be superheroes. They've just figured out shit that we don't take the time to figure out about (laughs) tricking people. That's all it is. They're great. Like I said, I don't want to put anything past Visser, Anthony Cools. These are fucking top notch, amazing. Absolutely. Artists. And I think that the argument from inside the industry is that. Is, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> no, no, it's not even so much. I mean, they're, the whole thing is that the magician never reveals the secrets and everything. But I think on the insider level, uh, it's, uh, they don't like, uh, if, uh, on the whole, I, I'm pretty sure most people don't like their, their hypnosis act, their ma- ma- magic act to be called tricks because that negates the premise. The premise of the But. Yeah. On the inside of it, the better you are at tricking people, the better a performer you're gonna be. magician you're going to be. That's yeah. just all there is to it. The more convincing you can be. Okay, so, so what interplay? Yes, yeah. <laughs> interplay. A different show than the hypnosis or magician. Let's so see, Chris Mister was
0: there. He was doing uh, his uncensored hypnosis show on the nights. Uh, all three nights or all two nights. Friday yeah. and Saturday. No, he um, did. He did three shows. Oh, did he? Yep. Uh, and he was also doing the magic stage. Me and Kingston caught him. He was at the ki- uh, kids' play. Which uh, Tito? Fuck, <laughs> Steve already mentioned, uh, which was really cool this year because, uh, basically they took over the whole Doug McRae Park, which is the park, uh, just on the, uh, east and never eat soggy Yeah. East side yeah, of, yeah. uh, Keanu that borders uh, that big park that borders uh, Franklin Ave. Excuse me, really, really By cool.
1: geez but yeah,
0: it's right. <laughs> really cool because Kingston was just
1: playing on the fucking. Oh, we Bounty were talking Castle, about how, th- and I was just in showgirls. Yeah. So. <laughs> they should just put a in after King. just so you can just watch the park. Oh, no he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> um, I, we were joking about how they they should uh incorporate showgirls into it and use their stage for some productions <laughs> next year. Some of the maybe that's put, actually you want some community spirit. The, yeah, maybe put the aerial angels in there or something. I don't know. Fuck, I'm be... stuck on them. um <laughs> Okay, uh, we well, I actually didn't see the playland too much. Um, it was kind of, I did have an opportunity on the Saturday to go and take a look, but uh, I was kind of jumping in and out. I had nothing, a media f- parking pass, there's so there's I was giving people you. rides. It was a shuttle for the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was um,
0: nothing for you. Like, it was nothing. Well, for and I just wanted to do. take a peek. You know, I wouldn't have the face. They had face painting there, but the lineup was Jesus, like a mile long. So I told Kingston, to no, daddy will paint your face. <laughs> the uh, it was kind of. They had really cool bouncy castles, and one of the things I want to comment on that I thought was funny. Uh, the kids <laughs> loved it. The kids were bouncing everywhere. It was really, really cool. Um, but they had one long one where you, like, walked – or, like, you went through this tube and then you, like, climbed a little bit ladder and went down the slide at the end. Okay. And it was longer, right? So Kingston went in the one side and I just walked around the other and waited a couple of minutes. And <laughs> – I'm just getting this picture in my head now. Like, I can see the whole fucking – the whole bouncy thing just violently shaking. And I'm like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, I see, <laughs> I see like, the end part. Like I said, like, it's a little tunnel. And then it goes into this bigger part at the end, and then there's a slide. And I can see this bigger part at the end starting to deflate. (laughs) So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? and then like out pops like uh, no one's gonna find this funny but me because i was there but like i can see this person like this grown adult he must have been following his kid yeah but he's frantically trying to get out <laughs> of this big part so all i'm seeing is flailing. <laughs> i hear kids screaming i hear uh, kids going oh ah! it's priceless and it's deflating right yeah. because dude's so fucking big right? he's pushing the air he's out pushing all the air the kids are deflating like all i pictured was it was out of the simpsons when that fucking snake ate all the kids because he was literally going on top top of the kids so you can see the outline of the kids (laughs) and they're all freaking they're like daddy i can't see (laughs) so finally i see kingston's hand i just grabbed it and pulled them out right and this guy everybody's free he's like claustrophobic
1: (laughs) you on your own (laughs) yeah
0: i got my son fuck you guys yeah uh but yeah so that was cut like i find when you deal with kids like that's what you're dealing with like you, you deal with a lot of uh, other parents that mm, yeah. are kind of as clueless as me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I remember sitting there at the end as I'm waiting for Kingston to go through this tunnel thing, like there's two, I want to say older, but they probably were younger than me just uh, and their moms. Right. And like you want to talk classic hens, like the class. at uh, the two of them are just fucking going off about so and sos cheating on his fucking wife, and I can't believe <laughs> that he. And they right. kept going off and off. like the kids are just bouncing and hitting each other and going off, and they're just like, I can't believe he's doing. He's such a fucking man. I'm stuck in this house all they just cooking and clean. I'm just like, this is stereotypical fucking like. Ladies, That's you so wonder where fun. it comes from. You wonder why we laugh and joke about it because it's fucking true, or at least in this case it was.
1: It's uh, people only get offended when they get the impression you think it's true of all situations. Yeah. But no, it does happen. It totally does happen. Well, because like I, none of my friends like
0: don't really have kids, so it's always just me that goes to these things. Me and Kingston, and Kingston just goes and has blast. He partners up with
1: some, and you just goes. get to raise your eyebrow. And, and look I around just around you. go
0: and, and and fucking people watch, I guess creepily fucking around the yeah. tree. Look, um. So yeah, that was an interesting one. And then he was on a few of the bouncy castles. There was fucking kids with broken arms in bouncy castles, like <laughs> cast just freaking out. And uh, yeah, it, so the kids play was really really cool.
1: <laughs> After
0: all that, um, mm, one that of the sounds very entertaining. One of the complaints, though, I did hear that I wanted to comment on was uh, a lot of people were saying about like oh the bouncy castles didn't have no supervision which they didn't, there was one or two volunteers there, mm-hmm. but, and I guess it took them a long time to set up. Like they're supposed to start at noon. It didn't get set up till one. And a lot of people were complaining about that. And it was starting to really piss me off. I'm like, is your time, like, are you that pretentious where an hour difference in time uh, for a setup completely fucks your day? Like, And there's so
1: much to do there. The whole point isn't to just show up for an hour and take off like many people I know did. Yeah. like They're like, oh, well, okay, I've seen it. I'm like, no, you haven't. (laughs) You only spent an hour. You haven't seen anything, especially if things aren't quite set up yet.
0: Well, that's, so like, uh, I was going to start commenting on one thing, but I'll wait until the very end to do that because that one's a bit of a rant. But yeah, so the Bouncing House is really cool. Face painting line we didn't even touch because it was too big, but the kids were all enjoying it. Um, Chris Fischer was on the stage. Really, mm-hmm. really cool. We caught the end of that. Uh, then the stage kind of turned into this God faith thing. So we kind of avoided that. Oh,
1: okay. okay. Uh,
0: but yes, yeah, so, but people were loving it. People were digging the, the Chaos 91.1 uh, stage and their, their sermons, I guess. Um, but yeah, we had a blast with the, that's when Kingston saw the White Owls for the first time time and oh, freaked yeah. out, so kids play was really really cool kudos i really did enjoyed they, uh, it did Jason you get to really see the it?
1: hoop show the becky hoops no show. i she missed, that, missed that part we played, played well. with a bunch of hoops they apparently hoops she's everywhere apparently she is incredibly talented i heard yeah a lot of people were talking about it. i didn't it, get right? to see her this year myself so
0: so kudos to the kids' play, and I guess I don't know if the movies were a part of the kids' play, but uh, they
1: were—they uh, were, were sort of—they were definitely involved in that. They're not in the same area. Yeah, they went I don't and checked believe, out the Lorax. Yeah, Kingston loved it. That was it was, know, a, it was an interesting addition. I mean, they—they they, I believe last year they showed a couple of movies, but this year there was a whole cross section of family family films that they were showing, they were, which is great. I mean, it's hit, yeah. it's an answer to the fact that there's uh, not too many options to watch movies in this time. No, it's true. <laughs> I mean, true. I I'm a huge movie. Theater and movie as guy. Are. Yeah. Mm. Um, as has been indicated several times.
0: But <laughs> I really like the facility. The cano uh, the main stage at Cano College for a film
1: theater mm-hmm. worked really well. It's great in there. It's nice so, and comfy. <laughs> little mental yeah. note
0: for uh, some future some some future events, because that yeah. was
1: really cool. Um what else did I see? I uh, got to see another another show similar to the the Hypnotism show in that it relies on the audience a lot, uh, was the um Rapid Fire Improv show. Yes. Seeing that was Hilarious, those guys are uh there was uh, ben five said of he them. went
0: down to inspect like whose lines it anyway,
1: <laughs> well, yeah, he's expecting like full on theater sports and everything and uh <laughs> and uh you know. <laughs> Forty-year-old seasoned comedians <laughs> that have been on several TV shows and on writing staff and everything, and we're talking about people that are that are our age, that are in their mid twenties. That are uh, was it formatted it for and, like Who's Anyway? Though I mean, it? it's very similar. I mean, it's not it's not the same, and I mean, improv is never quite the same, no matter no. what show you go see, and and that's the whole idea that <laughs> that plays to their advantage to filling the seats every night because they can even tell the people come back again because tomorrow's a be whole different. new show. Yeah. Uh, and they were talking about how the night before there was like kind of like what a dark corner <laughs> like uh, every skit that they did somehow ended up with like a child dying or something <laughs> like that and they're like we tried to keep it light and funny but for some reason we're stuck they in this mode and so the, the this um, it got crazy for the second night as well they, they're very very talented uh, all those players that were in town and um, I heard there was some partying at the hotel that they were at after Teresa, Saturday night as well Teresa
0: I was telling me some, of some of the stories
1: uh, Teresa was running the um, uh, she was uh, the artist, artist. hospitality ten, artist
0: of Sally selli tent, which is behind the main stage. So she was telling me some wild stories uh, with Thunderstruck and uh, the Aerosmith tribute band. Yeah,
1: and, uh, <laughs> Thunderstruck. I, I loved it because I was broadcasting the day uh, before I did the main stage, emceeing that first night on the Friday. Yeah, and so I got to interview them just as they finished their sound check on the air. Oh, yeah. And they kind of had this air of like, okay, yeah, yeah, we should, we should go on the air. We should promote that we're on stage. Like we should talk to the people of the town that we're in, but but you're really cutting into our beer tent time. <laughs> <Like> they booked <laughs> it into the beer tent after that. And then I heard a few stories from Teresa. Yeah. Um, uh, the Well, basically continuing to stay in the beer tent until they were on at the end of the night. Well, how did they go? Did you see them? Yeah, they were great. Yeah. They, they were really fun. They were really, really fun. Were, how was the, crowds, the crowd? The crowd is that first Friday night. The crowd was nice and wild. Yeah. Um, uh, it was, uh, there was a local band until dawn that, uh, was just before, yeah. uh, the Thunderstruck headliners. And they really, uh, reeled some of the, they, uh, you know, there's the fan and friend and family factor yeah. that, uh, I think was, I think is one thing that was missing from, um, from taking the homegrown talent search away. away. Uh, the karaoke contest is kind of one thing. Uh, that's a little bit of a gimme. It's fun. It's totally yeah. fun. And I've seen some amazing talent on stage. Um, one of the people very tied in with the theater crowd here, Umberly. Gonzalez won it last year at Interplay. Oh, right, 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 right. yeah. But...
0: uh, She's gone, actually, Montreal. She moved to Montreal.
1: She was at one of the Interplay shows that I I saw. Moved into Montreal. So uh, she's uh, back and forth or something. But... um, uh, oh no! I forget what I was going to say. Oh yeah, on the main stage until dawn, they brought in the friends and family and things, and that was cool because I mean they they highlighted that there was homegrown talent on the main stage still, even though it's not a competition. Yeah, they wanted to change things up there. Homegrown talent stage, um, and, yeah. and and that friend and family factor was there for that, that as well good. because they kind of filled in the stage. People started gathering again, and they, they're so high energy as well. They're uh, yeah. metal band, and mm-hmm. uh, they yeah, so, so they set the happened. stage great for for Thunderstruck because I mean everybody knows the ACDC songs and everything. Great party music, so yeah. everybody's you know really in that mood, and and it got a little crazy. In the beer garden that night i recall <laughs> um and From i, I pretty similar to the next night the next night i actually didn't spend too much time in the beer garden because that's when i got to see the hypnosis show and i yes. actually wasn't on duty so i was catching uh
0: doing your own thing yeah
1: catching as much as i could
0: well, what was so it's uh, uh thunderstruck was the big headliner uh, was acdc cover band for friday night uh, Aerosmith. Aerosmith Rocks.
1: Band. Aerosmith Rocks, is that yeah, the actual that's, name? that's the name.
0: And that's, uh, so they were the cover band for Saturday night. Yeah, they
1: were the big headliners for Saturday night. And I heard night. that they put on a pretty good show too. Like, these They're guys good. I would love to go
0: see, right? It, well, the biggest thing for these, like, a lot of people should know. Everyone's could be just like, it's a cover band. I don't know why everyone's making it a big deal. Well, I've got to love hate. Guys, free of charge. Yeah, that's the that's thing. That's the thing. Yeah. The main
1: stage completely free. The gift of Why music. Why would
0: you not want to just come down? I don't care if it's fucking my dad rocking out to Aerosmith. Well, yeah,
1: yeah I don't see that. Fucking. It. Well, I, I mean, would've, it's would've... one thing because they had Destroyer at Canada Rocks one year, and then the next year was Kiss, and that's when things all got you know yeah, yeah. record breaking at Mac Island. But but I mean, for Destroyer, people still bought tickets to go see that show. It was yeah. a con. Yeah. Well, exactly. It was a concert. This is uh this is the same level yeah. of talent in in. Um, uh, tribute band is what yeah. they prefer to be called. <laughs> well, of cover and, band, and but
0: um, to sit there and and tr- free. No one can, yeah, free. No, but no one can knock okay, it. Doesn't take talent to play these fucking songs. They're not. They're not lip syncing to ACDC. They're actually playing. No, the and they
1: sound just like the singer. Like there's definitely some talent and some dedication there that you have to you have to take into account. I love the opening to Wedding Crashers when they're um when you first meet the characters of Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, and they're talking to oh what is it um. Achy, breaky, heart singer. No, that's no, that's no, Cyrus. That's um, I'm talking about Dwight Yoakam. Dwight Yoakam is one of the guys. Oh, right, And uh, right, he's right. there with his uh, wife and they're getting yeah. separated. And, and you know, they're trying to fuse the... They're talking about... <laughs> what is it, the line that Vince Vaughn says? He's just like, they're talking about music that should be playing. Uh Like, they should have this kind of band. No, no, you guys yeah, should have that. They're trying to remember the good times of the wedding. Oh, right. That's right, what right. it is. Yeah. He's like doesn't matter what kind of music's playing it's like pizza as long as there's music in there people are dancing you're enjoying it it's true i mean pizza's pizza you can have a fantastic pizza you can also have a pizza that's the same pizza you've had over and over and over again it's still tasty uh, yeah. especially when it's fucking free and that is that is the 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 main stage music especially the headliners like it was good it was entertaining it was enjoyable and it was fucking free and that yeah and then to me like that's the thing like, of course you had to pay of in the beer gardens because if, if it was free beer but the beer gardens been a riot. Were, they were comfy <laughs> they were cozy yeah. the, the volunteer staff were all so friendly. Everybody's in a good mood. You Who got was to doing bump elbows. Or, was it was um, mates of Columbus? I think so. I do believe yeah. so. Yeah. Um, and uh job, i got guys. to bump elbows with edmonton band uh that my uh the flash jam fucking who, tron was there tron was there yeah uh andy Sparacino of uh <laughs> Fubar fame uh and uh legend of whitey as well uh, amazing guy he he walked up to me that was the one of the coolest moments he walked up to you yeah, well i was at uh i was off duty but i was hanging out at the uh mix uh broadcasting setup yep. and uh this guy starts walking towards me i'm like hey, this guy looks really familiar i can't quite figure it. yeah maybe i met him through uh Somewhere. radio station or something mm-hmm. maybe and i just didn't pay too much mind, but he kept walking directly towards us. A couple of guys, actually, and the one just kept... And it dawned on me that this is fucking Tron. (laughs) (laughs) And so I I kind of felt bad because I... I'm sure they get it a lot, the characters from those movies, because... I mean, Hey,
0: man, you're Tron!
1: Straight, straight up, they 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 aren't in a, a ton of movies, yeah. and the first FUBAR is very much an independent movie, and so is oh, The Legend of Whitey, me. and Michael mm-hmm. Dowse has now made a great name for himself as a director with other titles, yeah. Um, but it, it, he Take Me himself. Home Tonight, and Goon, yeah. and uh, It's All Gone Petong. He, he's a fantastic d- uh, director, so he's making a name Goon, for himself. These guys him are, are well-known, but I think they get called by their character names from FUBAR way more than their real names, so yeah, I wanted... I shook his head and I was like, oh my god, you're Tron, you're fucking Tron. On? And he's like, ah, uh-huh, yeah. W- who are you, media? Because I had the media pass on around my neck. <laughs> he's cracking <laughs> jokes with me, and I wanted I was who are like, you? Media? I wanted to be like, no, I know that your name is Andy, but now I'm going to start gushing like a fanboy. So I'm just going to leave it at that. He's he was actually him and his uh, buddy were doing a band they called the Ed McMahons and they were the musical accompaniment for the Hot Nuts and Popcorn Variety Show, which oh, okay. was on the main stage. Did you? That's why he was in town.
0: Did you end up checking that one out?
1: No, and I missed it too. I mean, that yeah. was playing. Uh, I think it was only the first two nights. I was Friday, Saturday. It was working uh, Friday, Saturday. I was uh, too busy. And the yeah. to the uh, hypnosis the, show
0: the variety show actually uh it had the band uh, the band uh, trans band what were they called the Ed, the Ed, Ed McMahon's interested <laughs> yeah uh, and they also had an opener uh Charles gall, uh, yeah, a comedian now Charles gall uh, is uh <laughs> Edmonton film famous I guess you can say you heard him on the podcast a few times doing some of our voiceovers. Especially last year during the film fest. Um, he, uh, he, he's in Nighthawks, uh, Tito's Flick, and he's in a lot of the, the Edmonton film. I didn't uh, even scenes. know about
1: this connection. That's totally cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, we've talked. I've been trying. I was actually trying to get him on the show that weekend. We were trying to set up and do a podcast because uh, his show would go late. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to check it out. Like I said, unfortunately, I, I had uh, duty calls with the, with the father. Um, but I wanted to check out his because I like his comedy, uh, and I've also wanted to check out what the variety show was all about because it starred uh, Teresa was actually a guest. Oh on yeah, the I heard she show. was there on the Saturday night. Both. Oh, both nights. Yeah, okay. Friday and Saturday. I I would like to even know what they entailed, like what the show entailed, but I have no idea. You know, it's with a variety show, you never know. That's very true. Yeah, that's very true. But I know part of their act was in, in uh, interviewing Teresa, so I'm Ooh. sure there were some comedy moments there. Uh, I would love to hear it. Anyone that uh, uh, checked it out. Just let Absolutely. us know how it went on our Facebook or Twitter or something because it was
1: I wanted to hear it. it was really cool. Oh, uh, we forgot to mention really quick, there was that classic car show that was part of the first weekend as well. Right. It was another event. of it. Who won that one? I wanted to go. I was out of town, like 80, I said. Yeah, and, I think it was like an 83 Cheville or yeah, something I, like but that. But I saw tons of Instagram was full of yeah, was. classic cars for two days. Uh, uh the, the Equilibrium Northern Circus came to town. Northern their Warrior races. Race. Oh, totally cool. I saw pictures of that going down What as well. is that exactly? That's like uh that's like a military boot camp like obstacle course race. Oh, so yeah. I would have died. So completely. it's <laughs> I mean it's intense. Uh, there there's a full on obstacle course like ropes and the uh, you know, planes and ladders and fences to oh, climb shit. over and stuff like that Where all in the mud and, um you know what? Huh? I know I I think so. I think it wasn't the it was in seen, the downtown area. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure exactly how big the course was. Once again, well, another part of Interplay that I just missed. It. And There's so much that's going on. I try, like, that is a testament to how awesome the, the festival yeah. really is. There's so much it's going so, on. There is so Even if the, uh, people thought that the square was all empty, they're like, this is it? Like <laughs> no, Interplay is really small this year. It's like, I tried. I was there working at, at Interplay. I was there seeing shows at Interplay. I was there lounging at Interplay, having a burger and a beer. And I still didn't get to see everything. Nice. I attempted to see as much as yeah, I could. just goes and, to the website, inter like you look at the lineup it's <laughs> wild it. the only thing i like this the is the global FX actually a, we went and seen the, the dirt bikes oh, the global, yeah the uh, across guys fucking loved it they were going up above the power oh, lines man. on king they street they were going high they and were really cool I, did, I knew where the pitch was but i didn't get a chance to see them yet and i was just talking to folks and then i, t- I totally had one of those moments where it's like you're facing one direction but the people you're talking to are facing you and so yeah. therefore they can't see what's behind them and they just saw my reaction to seeing a dirt bike just fly <laughs> up in the air way too high like i'm distance <laughs> a, a severe distance away from the pitch where they had the motocross and <laughs> just oh, to man. see these guys flying up in the air through all of Interpol you were could see this stuff f- oh yeah like, incredible like i said one of the Things I do like
0: about the setup is they got the King Street closed, right? So that's they had the same dirt bike setup last year too. I don't know if it was the same group, but fuck these guys. No, it's not the same group I These don't guys believe. were flying around. Really, really cool. Uh, John Doe, local rap artist that's gaining a lot of attention. Yeah. Lately. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's been
1: collaborating with, uh, he had like uh, the pedal bear on stage, It was well. well. <laughs> rather weird, but it's yeah, all good. I actually got to talk to that, that guy outside of the bear costume. He introduced himself and then he's, uh, John Doe is like, yeah, yo, that's the bear. I'm like, <laughs> oh no. Oh, snap. You didn't. <laughs> oh, man. They were entertaining as hell. I highly recommend you check John Doe out. Uh, working with, uh, Um, soldier boy, tell him. He's always collaborated with him a little bit. Really? He's, he's Yeah, he's got some um, big things coming for the future. He just That's graduated this year.
0: Dude's only 18 years <laughs> yeah. old, man. Fuck. Yeah,
1: we've been interviewing him on the mix and featuring his music. And uh, it's funny because I tried to set up an interview with him during the daytime one day, like not even think about it. He's like, yo, bro, I'm in school. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, right. right. Go, go, <laughs> go finish your graduation there. That's probably a good idea. And then... Get that homework done. ...fucking rap. <laughs> um, I heard Five Alarm Funk was great as well. They weren't home- homegrown talent. They came into town, but uh, I guess they killed it for the end of the yeah, uh, Apparently they had a pretty, tra- a pretty good crowd Sunday evening. Yeah, yeah, everything wrapped up early, but I just heard that they were they had the place just under uh, around their finger. Maria in the shower was great as well. They're uh, four guys from Vancouver, um, and it's hard to nail down exactly what genre they play, but it's all they're the entertaining. ones in the bow ties. They were the- yeah, they were very sharp in kind yeah. of like a well-to-do rockabilly style, ...60, 70 years ago kind okay, of yeah, like yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. definitely oh, that's cool, old school. Man. Who else? Flash Sham. I know here? they were on Twitter there. Oh, uh... Stephen Bowers was in town as well, playing with uh, local musician Steve Marchand. Stephen Bowers got a, a big connection to the community, but he actually actually flew out from Nova Scotia. Oh wow, to come into town. Yeah, I think I believe he's got family here. He worked on a kids album last year that won awards oh, here cool. in Lake Buffalo. Yeah, totally cool talent. So many stories about all these people. Yeah. Um, um, Charlie,
0: a hockey story. I heard nothing but like good things. I actually wanted to take Kingston to that one, but by the time we oh, yeah, got I didn't into see it, that. I couldn't get in because we <clears> just <throat> missed it. Pardon me. Um, but I wanted to check it out. I heard really good. That was like a, a one act play. Uh, I and even
1: was Satan. Yeah, I didn't get to see that. That was one that caught my eye. I totally wanted to see that. Apparently it's Satan on stage, one man show giving advice to humans. This we suck at being humans. <laughs> I think it's priceless. Satan's like, dude, guys. That's gotta- the local show there, Anasula. Sula. That's that's the one I saw Thomas um tweeting about as well, but I didn't get to catch it. He said that was the one to see. Yeah. Um I did get to see uh, like I said, the Rapid Fire Theater Group was one of the shows, and then the last day I got to see the Progressive Polygamists.
0: What was it? Which
1: was fantastic. It was yeah. really great. I mean, it's really tied into the story of the. Uh, the I mean, Mormons kind of like the lay term. Uh, they they're they're talking about the fundamentalist sect of the Latter Day Saints, uh, and we're talking like polygamists. Yeah. We're talking the people that. um uh, couldn't stay in America pretty much yeah, yeah, and yeah. moved into uh, what was it I've, they they used a, a riff off of the real name of the town that was created by uh, sort of a compound colony uh, it's either plentiful or bountiful in real life and the opposite of that is what they called it in the play plentiful plentiful there is you go what it's
0: real life I'm really? pretty sure okay yeah, yeah.
1: Uh plentiful bc um and uh it's been it's been making the news in the last five years yeah, like, there's been raids there there's been people arrested they're trying yeah. to extradite folks and everything yeah full-on people with several from wives from what i understand and, none of them, uh, none of them has and,
0: fucking citizenship actually
1: yeah. well they the best part of the show is they're ri- it's two girls and they're riffing off the fact that they're sister wives and so they're talking about how it is in the in the news today i mean there's the tlc sister Wives show there's the hbo and uh, not on tv anymore now but big love uh, yep. Fantastic show. It went through a spurt there. Really good show. Um, and it's just kind of, uh, it's, it's topical. And so they, they played it off so well. <laughs> I just, I couldn't get enough of these girls. I actually still have a pen that says keep sweet from them because, really? like, that was their, like, motto. They're like, where hey, were man, they? Were happened? they on a stage? Keep or? sweet, Keeps. they were in the recital theater. Oh, okay. Of, uh, Keanu. Yeah. Sort of the secondary in yeah, yeah. the three. Um. And so they kept talking about like things like questions that people would ask them. In fact, they got audience members to come up and, uh, and, and uh, be a part of the show and and ask questions from the audience and things like things like, do you ever get jealous about uh, knowing that your sister wife is having sex like with your husband? And so they kind of have this moment where they're like, uh, no, 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 keep sweet. <laughs> never. Like keep all those sweet. things where it's just like. You know, there's like all these issues, and like, there's like the question of like, now they're, they're living together, so they're curious about each other in like a sexual <laughs> way, but that's so against the rules that like, they just played off it so, they're adorable, they're cute, they're, uh, really cool. so funny. And, Hello, and, and really, out. like, it was educational about the history of the topic yeah. while also poking fun at, yeah. at, at the social and entertainment of it. value to it, right? Perfect. I thought it was great. It was, it was fair. It was fair to oh, both damn, sides I'm of it. Fucking, um, what else? Till Death Do We Part was one I heard a lot about as a one woman yep. show where she plays the six wives of Henry the Eighth as well as Henry VIII, yeah. one at a time. Like, and uh, one of the
0: things too, like we talk a lot about the music, uh, uh, like a lot of the things with the interplay, one of the original aspects of interplay was these, these, act plays like these. Yeah, one act
1: plays that's one man show that's what I don't want to see change about interplay no. whatsoever i mean uh i know nolan Hawkness uh did a a column about how he would uh he would ch- kind of change up the music that's brought to town he, he wanted to kind of give it more of a folk fest feel especially because it ties into the time that calgary and edmonton folk fest are yeah. going on but it's I, not I a believe, music festival. I believe Interplay, uh, uh, deep down Visual Performing Arts Festival. Oh, we didn't even talk about the art race as well that usually goes on. At the that was actually at the post and,
0: this year. The K- oh yeah, R- the post. That's that, a cool I new venue. I heard oh, really really cool cool cool. new
1: old venue yeah. there. <clears throat> and, <clears throat> and I'm glad just, to see redesigned. that because I also noticed that there was a lack of pictures hanging in the actual VPA department along that corridor for the first time in my life yeah, ever. And I'm born and raised here. Shut I was like, down what? pretty bad. At least, at least there was you um, know a focus on the art in in the actual art gallery of Cano underneath the theater there. Yeah, and that that. That art challenge as well, very very cool. Um, um, yeah, no. Going back to what Nolan was saying, yeah,
0: Nolan did do a good article about what he'd like to see up here for music wise and, and I agree with all and, this and he, stuff.
1: He did what we were doing as well. He touched on what worked in past years of Interplay as yeah. well. He drew off, of, but like, the thing seeing is, seeing the
0: like, we're not a folk fest. Like, I enjoy a music, vi- I, I enjoy no. music apart a to Interplay. I think but the
1: focus but, needs it's There, you got to have live music. Yeah. <laughs> and guaranteed, you got to have music for people mm. to keep them in the square, to keep them interested. To keep. I mean, I mean, not just for that factor of like. I don't want to talk about people like they're sheep, but just it's entertainment value. You need the mu- live music, but the focus, I think, needs uh, and is on those shows. Damn right. And it should be. And, like, and that, it's a that's, visual that's and the visual and performing most arts festival. part, right? Uh,
0: like I said, it's a music will Marine part of it, but the visual and performing arts, uh, I only really lost track of what I was going to say. What we like, what you want to stick to is you want to stick to the visual and performing arts. Music is a part of it, but it shouldn't be the spotlight. Like bringing in city and color, like I think that would be fucking amazing. But let's keep that as private owned show, fucking somewhere else. I think yeah. it would do better as a concert, its own, it's own concert show, right? Yeah. Like, like to me, like these these act plays is where it's at. Like these stage shows that variety, that popcorn, that the uh, popcorn. What was it called? Hot, hot nuts hot, and popcorn. Hot nuts and popcorn variety Just fun show. To say. It is. That is essential. Anna's, uh, what is it, Till Death Do Us part? Um, Till Death Do Me part?
1: Uh, which one was that again? Till Death Do. Oh my goodness, where am I Free button, right? was it Was it the very <laughs> bottom there? Like Till Death Do We part, right? Till
0: Death Do We part. This is Interplay. This is what put Interplay on the map for, well, just finished his 22nd year.
1: Yeah. It needs to stick this way, and it's a yet another venue for local artists. Even if they're they've moved on and have returned back Can just for back. The, the duration of the play uh, or the show and the festival and everything, it's just a venue to for these uh, these very dramatically inclined individuals, artistically inclined individuals here in the community that uh, it seems are getting less and less outlet for their creative efforts. It's just really nice to see that they uh, Interplay needs to stay here. Yeah, and, and it needs we to be need bigger. To, I, I agree. It needs to be bigger and better, and, mm. and uh, so many people refer to it correctly. So as the premier festival of it's Fort McMurray, it and is it's a crowning festivular it achievement. Is. Achievement, and um, I, c- I can't say enough about it. Um, even if I have my own little comments, little um, you know, uh, quick fixes that I would try to, uh, if I had the power to change for next year. It's still as long as Interplay is still going um, at the level that it's going at now. Then uh, I'm happy. And, it needs to happen. And, and like, so
0: I guess that was a kind of a run on what happened this weekend. And what was depressing to me was a lot of people were complaining about it. And I know that there, you'll never please everyone. <laughs> There's it, a lot it, of complainers in this town. There <laughs> is, man. And it's fucking frustrating. Like, like there was that one that complained that the venue wasn't going on time for the kids play. Like me and Kingston were down there too, wanting to hit the bouncy castles. It took them a little Life bit, happens. a little bit to set up, fucking find something to do. Uh, and like, I know I'm got a partial viewpoint because I've worked with events with Buffalo. I know how they operate. These guys rely heavily on volunteers. Absolutely, there's only a scattered amount of paid heroes. positions, uh, and they rely heavily on volunteers. And you know when you rely so heavily on volunteers, things are, are never going to go right. It's, it's the nature of the beast. volunteer labor is not reliable labor. No, it, I mean it, you get they really do such a good people. job with what they have to work with, but and stuff happens. Don't realize this, and I don't expect them to, I guess, right? but fuck, did they ever complain it just drives me nuts I, I
1: I read somebody's status on Facebook talking about how they um came to interplay and got uh, it, which brings me to another thing that I think really needed to be um, a big change that would have a, a lot of payoff, um harkening back to other interplays, but I saw a status that said, came to interplay got frustrated about not knowing anything about the shows, so I left. Went online to the Interplay website, got frustrated about how annoying it was to find shows, so I got, left that. And it's like, you, you just cut yourself off from Interplay. Yeah. And it really isn't... I mean, okay, I get the frustration factor, and you're just like, oh, come on, make it easy. But, I mean, if you're really that dedicated to Experiencing a new thing, having an uh yeah. not your typical Fort Mac night out kind of situation, then you're cutting yourself off from that. <laughs> One thing I'll say though is there was no there was no brochures, which is kind of what I was hoping to be able to bring to talk on a podcast yes. about it post because uh, now we're on the website again, which is really helping. But yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, you know, write little notes, cycle like, like things. Like, like and, we did with the Winter Play.
0: Like Winter exactly. Play had the big
1: fucking brochure, right? Well, and they did put out um the schedule in the Snap magazine, which was good. Yeah. But a lot of people uh, I've heard uh, the big thing was that they changed putting out a mail out notice this year, even uh, though I got one. I got a little card. So I don't know about it.
0: Uh, there was a card. I, I know I was down at the office and I snagged like this. Paper but it was thing. very close
1: to the actual. Yeah, date I think timing and,
0: timing was off on this one. You, there's. Events with Buffalo is still reconstructing. David Whitelock, this is only his third event. Like, he's still working on well, and this on is it. his
1: first interplay. Interplay play. itself. Yeah, uh, last time around, at the, there were well laid plans yeah. that he jumped into yeah
0: and, like they're still working on it and, uh, that was one of the press well, releases it's afterwards gonna be it, a, it's going to iron out the details and and that's fine uh like i said it's just the people that was complaining about the most littlest shit like one of the things i find is especially like it ruined their entire
1: year well yeah
0: like especially with doing events like there were so many people that was just like i didn't know what was going on with interplay i'm like did you hear a radio ad he's like well yeah well did you get a website Well, yeah but they weren't really clear in the in the ad about what was going on Go to the website. All yeah. the information is See, there. <laughs> what I find, like... I, yeah, it's it's one of my favorite be, uh,
1: hashtags is JFGI. Just fucking Google it. <laughs> yeah,
0: there you go. That too, right? Like, And I'm sure this rant might fucking cost me some fucking listeners, but I don't give a shit. Like, people in general are very, very dumb. Uh, what I find, like, uh, public-wise, right? Because, like, so many people, like... We had I, it, it astounds it, me. I don't, I, we had it once spelled again, out, like, especially this 48-hour film festival, we had it spelled out exactly what you got to do. How many times did I have to answer? So, how do I enter this 48 hour film festival? Trust me. I get it. Like, I get Dude, it every day. It's just fucking the site, man. Like, is it that hard?
1: No, it's apparently it is. I don't get it. Honestly. And I don't want to, like, it, it definitely is. I'm going to start going off on a rant here. Fucking I don't want to, I don't <laughs> want to fucking alienate anybody, but seriously, if you think there's nothing to do in Fort McMurray, I mean, just this weekend, yesterday, from when we're recording this podcast, there was this Get Up and Go with Buffalo event that Volunteer yeah. with Buffalo puts on. Yesterday, yeah. The whole point of that existing is because mm-hmm. they know that it's hard for information to get out there to people, but thing. They open the there. They show you the door, but you still have to fucking open Go it yourself. You got to step through the threshold. You got to put in just a little bit of work yeah. to to see to find out what's going on throughout town. It doesn't get hand delivered to you and explained with, uh, you know, fucking pictographs and well, uh, a nice little neat little cartoon video i like, was trying so hard on twitter online. not to fucking rant but like the one guy was just
0: like pretty poor uh, pretty poor advertising or marketing for events of buffalo i didn't know what was going on with interplay and i think you've seen it. it is literally the example of well didn't you hear an ad on the radio like they were going the ads on the radio were going steady towards the oh end. i know and he's like oh no i heard that i'm like well the web the website was in the ad <laughs> well yeah but i was driving could you not just Google Interplay, Formic McMurray Interplay, then our Fort McMurray Festival? No, it has you, to be a fucking... You would have fucking
1: found it. A lot of people need their hand held the entire time. That's what drives me nuts. This I is know, it absolutely wrong. does. What's that famous page on uh, the fate of the human
0: race? Or yeah. no hope for the human yeah. race? Yeah.
1: Fuck! It, well, just this is a testament to it right now. I mean, we've been talking for over an hour about Interplay, and I'm sure that we haven't even covered every single aspect oh, of Jesus, what's come. No. You expect us to fit that into 30 seconds of advertising? <laughs> no! We're going to tell you about the event as a whole... And then you get to go in and decide what you want to do, which brings me to what I was going to say uh, earlier about that handout that was in the Snap magazine. Organized by stage. I think that was a key, very simple mistake. I'm going to straight up say it. that was a mistake. Organize by time. yeah, And then I put did. on the far right side, put which venue it's at, which theater it's at. Yeah. It's much easier to organize which shows you want to see by which ones conflict with each other and which acts you want to see on the main stage and then be able to figure out what your actual physical path is to get to those different things. Because if you want to go see a play and you're seeing it on this stage and then you're like, oh, I also wanted to go, go see that. Go this oh, but it overlaps go this by this 15 way. minutes after I've already bought my fucking tickets. tickets. No, no. Organize it by time and during the day. People will be able to And uh, even with the overlapping times and everything so that people can see when they're conflicting and then they're going to be able to figure out where it is very, very easily. And uh, you mentioned something And that earlier. was how it was last year in the brochure that was given out and to everybody. Worked, and it worked work well. Very simple to understand.
0: Yeah. Like I said, they had some hiccups this year. Uh, I'm sure next year will be very well. And maybe and one maybe thing you said that's too, that's just, that I wanted to say
1: difference yeah. too. I mean, it could all be, I, maybe David Whitelock can answer this, but I mean, he comes from, uh, he's, he's, be on he's, show world, he's world renowned for what he does Fucking organizing rice. events. He's, yeah. he's a mastermind. He knows how to do it. We and, and for all the shit that's being kind of dumped on events with Buffalo this year, I'm like, no, no, you just don't understand. He's just, he's just getting a feel for format. Exactly. That's all it is. And,
0: like, I'm going to say, I forget the segue. You, have, you labeled the perfect segue that I wanted to bring into it. And I, uh, it was, I can't remember how it was. Anyway, uh, a lot of people have like ideas and show ideas that they want to see at Interplay, uh, some tips about how to make things better. Here's something that I want you guys to do grab an email. So everyone should know what that is an email. What? Go on events. Is that, is that electronic events, mail? eventswoodbuffalo.com. <laughs> email events with Buffalo your ideas, your thoughts be respectable of about course. it of, of course of course. don't fucking go in there you guys are fucking stupid intelligent be respectable debate. about it yeah even bring a proposal to him because i guess what i hear rumors that these two guys one fat guy and one mexican person el salvadorian <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna slap you <laughs> went to uh events with buffalo with an idea <laughs> about a film festival and look at they get to do it Third annual Even next forbid, interplay, right? If you have an idea
1: chasing whimsies,
0: like I said, it's one thing to organize it. If you don't really want to organize it, that's fine. But just approach them with an idea. Or if you want to be all secretive about it, do it yourself. Either way, a lot of people I've noticed, especially on Facebook, and this is just anything really with social media, is they criticize, they criticize, they criticize. That's fine. That's what it's for. But if you have something better, why not pursue it? I- or at least give the idea to someone else to pursue it. If, Make it happen. If, this town exactly. can give you that opportunity to do it. Like I said, there was a fat guy and a fucking foreigner that got to do a film festival. <laughs> foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do an edit now so I don't have to say those two things cuz they're kind of bad. There is this fucking fat no, no, guy. No, no, leave it. <laughs>
1: Leave it in. We're the, talking about you, Tito. Very you go. Uh,
0: there is these two fucking best friends happily went to events with Buffalo. Uh, we proposed to him an idea and we got to do
1: it. Mario and Luigi.
0: Mario and Luigi, yeah. yes. Uh, all I'm saying is a lot of people are complaining. and That's fine. But give events give with Buffalo some uh, constructive criticism. If you want to see something, do it better. If you have an idea that you want to see at the film or at the film festival,
1: (laughs) that's ours. Don't. We're not changing that at all. (laughs) (laughs) Don't touch it. But at Interplay as a whole.
0: Yes. Or or anything. Winter play. uh, uh, The Santa Claus parade. Any events that they do. If you want to see something added, just go talk to them. Mm-hmm. You'll be fucking shocked. And, it, and sometimes you're
1: like, that's a great idea. Go for it. Totally. And they are very... Here's the money. They They've been around the block. They've got resources. They've got connections in town. You'd be surprised what they can make happen if it's a good enough idea. And a lot of people, I think view it as daunting to get involved in big events like this. And they're just like, oh, no. But the man who moves a mountain starts by moving a pebble. And like I said,
0: even if you don't want, like if you have an idea and don't want to get involved, just spell that out. Hey, guys, here's a great idea. Don't really want to organize or anything like that, but I think it'd be really cool.
1: Maybe look into it. This A big thing that plays into it, we talked about it on the podcast uh, long ago, is the fact that the Fort McMurray does have a transient population. There's a big revolving door. A lot of people aren't sure about what they can commit to. Uh, and uh, and I think that plays into a lot of the weird and kind of nuances and quirks about this town. Yeah. It's a very strange collection of people in a very isolated northern area. That's sort of kind of an industry. You know, it's just there's so many different things that make Fort McMurray so unique. But it's such a wonderful place with wonderful talent, and with they need the opportunity. Outlet, and the opportunity is there if you just if it, like. Like, the opportunity to have a wonderful, entertaining, unique night in Fort McMurray by going to see one of the feature plays or acts at Interplay. You just have to do a little groundwork, do a little research, find where that opportunity is, aka the fucking schedule of Interplay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and there's so <laughs> many, hard to find. there's so many ways to do it. Like, uh, I, I, I said, send them an email, go on their Facebook and leave some comments, facebook.com slash events with Buffalo. Their Twitter is at events underscore YMM. They follow all that stuff. That's, ample ways to get a message across to him and like i said don't be, just, don't, don't be active on that twitter it's fucking they are they, they, they did they were, a
1: fucking excellent job for um sure. and i think i uh i assume that there's probably several people that are working that yeah. that are behind the scenes at Eventswood buffalo and yeah. i saw the they, they were very quick to answer all kinds of questions oh, on their boat time, interplay especially
0: with the uh especially with the so just ask to- Ask. Like I said, be respectful, obviously. Don't sit there and just slam them to the things. Uh, be respectful with what you want to say for criticism-wise. Have an idea. Go to them. Go to them. And, and, and to me, I think that's absolutely critical. It's only in this town. You think that I go up to the fringe well, with an idea?
1: <laughs> I know that they don't want to be abused about what they've been doing and well, like no, maybe mistakes not. that they've made. Mm-hmm. But I do know that they want to they get their finger on the pulse. Yeah. They do want feedback. They want to know what worked and what didn't. It's not going to hurt their feelings. Their events would Buffalo, and they're trying to make a better show every year. Exactly.
0: Right? (laughs) Well, no, and that's the whole thing. And one of the things that uh, Dave Whitelock was quoted as saying, and I absolutely love it, he gives people, uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember what it is. I facilitate those who have the opportunity to prevent an idea. He was talking about uh, the 48-hour film festival. When someone asked him, they're like, oh, I didn't know you guys put off a 48-hour film festival. And White Lock just answered back. He's like, I don't. I facilitate those who want to pursue it. Right. Right. And to me that's awesome. And like I said, me and Tito got the benefit. Me and Tito got the benefit of the film festival, but I'm sure there's other people out there in this town that have amazing ideas for interplay,
1: winter play fucking uh,
0: big spirit Canada Rocks.
1: I really hope they do it on the snye ice again for winter play. Oh, that was that so was cool fantastic. Last year. Just talking, was really cool. talking to the Sweet Soul Burlesque girls about, like, that was a lot. Like these friends. Are, <laughs> these are seasoned, uh, I did. Uh, these are seasoned burlesque performers at one of the, like, best houses in uh, all of Canada, like, award-winning yeah. women performers who are like, we've never performed on a solid chunk of ice before. This is, like, one for the books <laughs> right here in Fort McMurray making memories for the visitors as well.
0: And like I said, people we're just like, well, where do I go for Interplay information? I don't know. It's poor marketing. It's a fucking
1: website, winterplay.ca. Well, and I mean, the only constant in or life Google is Winter change. <laughs> Some people were like, there's now a high school in Timberley that's got a performing arts venue. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's brand new, but stuff that's going to be brand new happens all the time. Like, yeah. Just get used to it and learn about it and find out that, yeah, o Holy Trinity does have the Suncor Energy Center for the Performing Arts. I'm
0: doing a, a, a blog or a, hopefully it might be an article for an ebook or something, but it's had a survive for mcmurray still working on the title right the, uh, but i think twitter is absolutely key for anybody Why, so, the hashtag like,
1: ymm hashtag oh rmwb
0: the constant uh, stream of information a, uh, her name's uh, well she calls herself snow white on twitter now but her, her tag is like britney gloria at britney gloria okay. uh, n- i don't know about how new to town she is but she's just getting into blog writing mm-hmm. she did a really really cool blog uh, the other day about uh Stuff to do in Fort McMurray. She's like, what's the common complaint? No one has anything ever yeah, to do. Yeah. She's like, until I log into Twitter, and there's fucking millions of things going on that no one's ever heard of before. And a lot of people say, well, I shouldn't have to have Twitter to find out what's going on. You shouldn't have to have a lot of different things to find out what's going on. But guess what? Guess, you do a little bit digging?
1: That's how Twitter we'll works. And that's where people have gone. They've found out that information about the events that are happening can be very easily distributed for free on Twitter. Yeah. So uh, yeah, maybe you don't want to sign yourself up because you're feeling like you're like losing your soul. Guess what? You don't even need an account for Twitter. No. You can go on to Twitter.com right now, don't have to sign shit, and you can search hashtag YMM and, and still see the see feed. It. That's yeah. the beauty part. Yeah. It's not
0: like Facebook. As long as people don't lock their tweets. I know YMM Podcast doesn't
1: lock their tweets. No, and, and the people who are, are trying to tell game. you about events aren't going to have locked, locked tweets. tweets. But, yeah. like, you're going to be able to find it. Totally true.
0: Uh, so now that we've alienated and pissed off or all no. the crowd,
1: <laughs> please just try harder to have fun in Fort McMurray. Well,
0: no, that's all. Like, and I, I know it's a common question. It's just if, when I get text messages of how do I sign up for the 40 hour film festival after I've fucking spammed the shit out of Facebook and Twitter? I'm just like
1: <laughs> on the radio stations in town <laughs> trying the- to get word of mouth going through. Uh, you know everybody I don't out. know it's,
0: it's, it's a stupid thing to be mad for it's just uh, it's, I guess I'm not really mad it's, it's, just, it's, it's cumulative it's frustrating over time to see it, it happen is. over and over and over again it's just again. like really is people this stupid well it's I'm, love, not, I'm not nailing anyone in particular because I do not mind the one off questions and I'll never no, and I will always
1: answer them you always have to you think be not to. you always have to think of the situation that somebody finds themselves in too maybe they're just fucking run ragged they're, they're yeah, in the middle of something they don't have time they're exhausted their brain isn't like in a mode to be detective and they want detective. to tell them more. and they're just they know where the information sources. They're like, "Hey, what is going on? Can yeah. you just kill? Give me the four one one quick." Yeah, like you got to think about that kind of situation. But and which, like happen. I said, I'll always answer them. Yeah. It does happen so often, though. That I mean, uh, the first picture that I posted online from the site of Interplay on Friday night uh, of the the Street Party. Uh, first comment that I got on it was "Interplay's on right now." I'm like, <laughs> it started. It started five, six days ago, actually, oh and we've been talking about God. it endlessly because it's exciting and it's a lot of fun. But all you need to do is open yourself up. <laughs> Where to Where is the, Interplay this year? So, uh, <laughs> Interplay's happening this right year. What's going on? <laughs> oh i think we've uh that but, was it yeah i don't want to a- alienate people i don't want to piss people off but it's just uh, you, funny you get what you get it's frustrating
0: like, it's frustrating and funny all at the same time like i said yeah. i'll never not answer a question because i'd be stupid not to yeah but it's just when you get it six seven eight nine ten what's times the, what's the <laughs>
1: website for uh amazon.ca you know it's like <laughs> type it in uh, what come time, on. what time does the 4:30 bus leave yeah exactly 4:25. <laughs> common sense is not so common right but yeah, so everybody the th- has their own smarts
0: uh events of buffalo kudos on interplay uh obviously i think you know where to improve next year you know what needs to stay ultimately like i said i, I tweeted the picture kingston fucking loved it and so i saw I- so I- many I- smiling faces i can't complain uh, i didn't get a chance to do the more adult stuff this year i did stuck to all the kids stuff my but- son loved it there was plenty of people around me i was never anywhere yeah. alone um, there was fucking and the guys loved it so much even this 40 year old went through the bouncy castle he fucking yeah.
1: loved it so much <laughs> and then he broke it um, and at the, uh, the Chris Fisher uncensored hypnotism show the crowd was in stitches the whole time like they're ne- never gonna I mean except for the people on stage they're never gonna forget that <laughs> night um,
0: and even the people on stage I got a video
1: the rapid fire improv uh, seats were full for the show that I went to the progressive polygamous it was Saturday afternoon it wasn't the fullest show but everybody was having a great time at They
0: dead I don't think like,
1: no no, no, no. I think they broke even on every single audience. That's good. No, good
0: job. Definitely looking forward to next year as well. And a big spirit festival coming and up. And
1: for those who are thinking about maybe becoming a part of Interplay, I know for a fact that Eventswood Buffalo treats their performers very well. Not just performers,
0: they're volunteers as they're well. They're volunteers
1: as well. A lot of people like <laughs> get out and volunteer. Like uh, the, s- the, the Rapid Fire Improv team, I, I spoke with uh, somebody who was at one of their parties later on in the night and they were just, they were just, Reeling at how how much of a great venue and a great festival it was for them to come to because of the way they were treated from on high. Fort Mac, right? Like,
0: and it's good to come home to stuff. Uh, Volunteer, like uh, we talk about bringing ideas to events of Buffalo, giving them some constructive criticism. Heaven forbid, give them some compliments. The, um, but, uh, also volunteer. They're always looking for volunteers. Uh, I volunteered with Kingston before. Uh, Two, four I, I, hours volunteer, a I volunteer, I volunteer with the film festival. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, I would volunteer as much as I could because I think it's, a, it's a, great time and you get passes the free shit that's and uh, why not the more volunteers the and I'm with the man the right here is. that wrote the the blog that uh, the best way to get involved and meet people in this town
1: oh yeah that was uh you know what that got taken off the internet unfortunately when I jumped into the uh the afternoons oh I'd kept uh I thought someone was like take it and down I, no I did we can't give our secrets away. I, I, I got a tabular rasa blank slate when I uh, started in the afternoons and jumped into prime time there but uh yeah it's unfortunate that that's not on the internet anymore because I love that article and I keep well, you referring might, you to might have to, to be right it, sir i know it was basically uh, like is it gone completely or you got a I, template somewhere i might have uh you know a txt file somewhere well, so but the basic gist of it was i gonna go, I go up, up a on one of,
0: and podcasts i think it's that important
1: sorry. okay i'll try and find it for you <laughs> the basic gist was it, uh, it was like if you're tired of this town and it's statistically proven from the last centi- census that we're the most male populated uh community in all of canada in the entire <laughs> fucking country yeah it's true i mean it's only skewed like what 54 percent male and 46 percent female which is like 8% difference. eight percent it's it's not gigantic. It's not ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm sure that it was more skewed in past years, and there just wasn't quite, um you know, information wasn't collected yet. Yeah. Um But my whole point was, that stop going to the bars to try and meet people in this town. Stop going to the places that you think you're going to meet people in town. If and it's not working for these, you. if, yeah, if, you like if it's it, not go, working for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I mean, and it, it all depends on the kind of person you want to meet. If yeah. the kind of person you want to meet is the kind of person you want to meet at the bar, go for it. But if you're trying to look for like a little romance, and a little even relationship, if- some love in this town, then go to unique events. Go to things like uh, Interplay, volunteer. Tear for events because there's quality people that volunteer. Do um, you uh, take a class? <laughs> Find out what there is to do in town. Do it and meet people that go way. on Twitter and see what's
0: going on and then go there. And like I said, it's not just to meet love interest. Actually get a social group of people. Yeah. Friends, friends, some people to hang out with. Like if you want to go to the bar every night, give her. But how many people I've seen complain about that? Yeah, I've been to you're every gonna,
1: bar in this town. You're going to have a lot better chances hooking up from an evening at the bar if you go there with a giant group of friends and meet some stranger through happenstance than it is if you're going with like one or two wingmen and you're like <laughs> sitting at the bar eyeing up every piece of meat that walks oh, by. Man, it's, like, just, it's just a different I mean, I, setting. Like, a, a lot, lot of people lot say Fort
0: McMurray's so boring. Like, I'm not going to discredit our bar scene, but Fort McMurray's pretty exciting. When you go and do a bunch of other shit, not at the bars, i.e. When you stop fucking looking people at people what my they can place, give you. And, the Avengers and, nights, all yeah. that we do here. Like, fuck. It's insane. Yeah. On that note, how about people in the bar scene in Fort McMurray? Ha I got Oh, it. there's your nice <laughs> <say. Right. laughs> Um I up, see what you did there. Pull up. Uh, Steve is going to read out because I can't see it. Uh, oh, okay. Steve is going to read out a uh, brick and bouquet uh, about that just
1: blew my mind. That happened the other day. Read it. Uh, I'm guessing this part, a brick to 2012, the year that the death of Fort McMurray is being orchestrated. They plan to tear down the local watering hole of the people who actually do the work here and keep the place alive. And in its place, they will construct a more politically correct Twilight Zone in parentheses for those uh, few left in town to enjoy. Perhaps another strip mall or whatever. I, for one, will not be among them. This uh, blows my mind. The next line here is the is the explanation, the context. Uh, this is a uh, oh, brick thrower nuts. referring to diggers. The oil can and teasers being closed after this weekend. He or she is doing so with the overdramatic stylings of a 14-year-old girl.
0: It's fuck Yeah, that's... We're reading Nolan's blog on the Rocks yeah, uh, That's his context nine. to uh, that it's, quote. Uh, he, he goes on further, which is pretty funny. Definitely check it out. Uh He was actually on the show. We talked about the closing of diggers uh, a couple episodes ago. You'll see it on the website. Um To me, when I read that brick... Eh, eh, fucking blew my mind. What person in this town like thinks that that is the center of attention that that needs to stay. That is the icon of formic moration. gold plated because that was, that is the problem. Of Fort McMurray.
1: Well, that's that's the exact corner that they keep showing in all kinds of the flyby media to show wait that to that's gone. what all of Fort McMurray is, yeah. and maybe to this person, that's all the Fort McMurray is. To them. well, he said it's the
0: watering hole. Like we only have one. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. You know what I mean? Like, like we only have one
1: downtown. People that alone. do the work in here. Mm-hmm. Every fucking person there was unemployed. <laughs> and I got to say. Uh, no, no guff to the people that work there, the people that don't, I, all those people, I don't know any of them personally, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, blah, 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 yeah, yeah. blah, <laughs> exactly, exactly, but... Here's the thing, the stigma attached to those three venues, teasers, the strip club, diggers, the bar, and the oil can, the kind of rock club. Uh, they're like kind of seen as the roughest part of Fort McMurray, oh, the place where like, they, they had to the know lowest the- common denominator, go- all this stuff. It's got this real bad stigma they attached the to it. They were the butt of every <laughs> yeah, joke. especially teasers. <laughs> yes.
0: And they must have realized this, but ultimately who gives a shit if you're raking in so much money. Well, I mean, every yeah, night, they're still right? getting
1: people coming in. To me, like And it is a legacy place. I mean, that's like the argument that I hear for it every time that somebody would ask me to go out to diggers, just like, well, it's fucking diggers. Like this picture's <laughs> on the wall from nineteen sixty nine all the way through to, you know, ninety eight, two thousand five. Who gives like, a shit? <laughs> I know, I know, I know it's got some history. Guess what every fucking bar does. Yeah. And uh the whole town does. But the entire downtown core no longer can support the amount of population that we're bringing to this to town, turn in. guess what? The argument there is that that's the watering hole for the workers who keep this town alive. Guess what? There's more workers keeping this town alive every single week, and we got to have a place to put them, yeah. and the entire downtown is not designed for that. No. It already is well past the it's, population it's limit, fucking, yeah, and it's going to be redesigned. It's going to be stacked together. It's going to be crowded. It's going to be a downtown city. Get fucking used to it. Like it, it no, fucking beautifully well spoken, sir. It's going to be a city. Everyone's
0: like, Oh, Fort McMurray needs the small town feel. No, we need a city feel with some suburbs. Yeah. Like it, that's what we need. This town needs to grow and be properly what? represented physically with our infrastructure
1: it's the same people that are complaining about this that also complain about all the lineups in town for every store that you have to go to and how we're we're so isolated we don't have a fucking costco here and like all these complaints about it being a small town and then when they change something like diggers which yeah it's been here for ages it's a legacy everybody knows about it it's famous it's infamous and then they go and attack that to try and improve things and bring new business and stimulate the commercial economy versus the industrial economy it's just like you can't have both. I'm sorry. I'm gripping my head here. You I can't have both. I find the battle now,
0: like where you see the the people really getting up at arms now, is those people that's like, well, this was a small town back in the 80s. We're not in the 80s anymore. And uh, yeah, and to me, I think it's it was that mentality that kept us back from development for so long that we finally have a plan in place to make the city the potential it's supposed to be, a city yeah not rural alberta anymore this is going to be a major center
1: city like it should be and it's not going to change you if no. there's suddenly well, a Fort McMurray those, people, Square. those
0: people will have to move like those people that have to, <laughs> well no seriously like if they don't adapt you got to leave okay it, fair, it, enough, it's, fair it's enough those people that are like well i don't like the long lines in, in walmart i don't like to to do this and do that guess what this is the reality of the situation now you have to move you have to yeah. change in order to uh you have to adapt in order to succeed guess what there's you go down Walmart between fucking four and six o'clock. Yeah, there's lines up steady. Go there at nine o'clock in the morning. It's dead. Yeah. Well, I can't go there because I work. You gotta change something
1: in your life. I know. It's you can't just make it all you know, tolerate the work long together. lines.
0: Go there at the end of the night. You you can't just have the world adapt to yourself.
1: Let's, and and so many people have this argument as well. I've heard it many many times. It's just like, well, I need to have my my job out at sight or my job doing whatever that gives me you know a hundred k a year plus. Yeah. Whatever your wage is, whatever your salary is, and so it's like, yeah, I, I know that because I mean, maybe you've moved to town, uh, you've got a family back home you're supporting, or you're starting a new family here you're supporting. You've now got a truck and a quad and a boat that you need to start making payments on, and like, you know, the money adds up. It's like, well, now, now I need need this job, so like, the town should start bending to to my will. Well, nobody put a gun to your head and got you that job in the first place. I I get where you're coming from. It sucks. I have a job that I can complain a lot about, and I try not to, but I do. And uh, yeah. you know, I'm sure I piss off my friends doing it because they're like, "Well, you don't even do any manual labor," and I'm like, <laughs> "I know, I know," but I also give up a lot of uh, hours of my day and and my week to dedicate to this job, yeah. and it keeps me from doing some things. Yeah, and that's just going to happen. I, nobody funny. put a gun to my head and told me to get the job that I have. Yeah. So it's just like you make your sacrifices, you get through life. Life happens. And things are going to change. That's I love that quote, that the only constant in life is change. change. So well, adapt or get left behind.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's like a lot of people think that, um, what is it, sell, uh, settling or tolerating? Like the big uh, fight in the last couple of weeks has been the airline prices. Right. And to me, it was getting to be a stupid fucking argument. And I kind of to think back to myself. I'm like, well, these guys just don't know. I've, I've worked in the airline industry. I know how it's structured. Right. The big argument was a flight from Calgary to Honolulu. Was three hundred and some odd bucks, and a flight from Calgary to Fort McMurray was two hundred, like just shy of the of the flight. And to me, everyone was like outraged at that, Mm. right? And I guess I understood where it was coming from, right? It's not called leaning over, or or it's not called accepting. It's I guess it is called accepting. Like it's I wasn't willing to get fucked over because we weren't getting fucked
1: over. That's just how it works, right? Uh, I my lifestyle guess what honolulu is a tourist attraction the more people using the flights the cheaper the cost is to fly there well sort of it's uh, i mean the way, the way it works uh, there's definitely a little bit of supply and demand going into the the price well here, i'll give tickets. i'll give you how it works okay. now there's a bunch of different factors and
0: maybe i'm better at uh, verbally explaining it than i am on, on like facebook to a bunch of various people uh I'll take WestJet as an example because I used to work for them. Uh, WestJet has on a particular plane; have, they either vary. A uh, six hundred has one hundred nineteen, a seven hundred has one hundred twenty or one hundred thirty-six, and uh, eight hundred has one hundred sixty-five. Those are right. relevant, irrelevant numbers. Okay, a WestJet plane, for the sake of argument, has one hundred fifty seats. Let's just use that as an example. Kay. In order to get <clears throat> a profit, they need uh, out of those one hundred fifty seats, they need fifty-seven percent of them sold. Yeah. Once they reach that percentage using their various uh, airfare codes, once they reach 7%, they have made uh, broke even or made a bit of profit on that plane. Right. It doesn't matter if they sell the rest of those seats. They don't care. Right? Right. That
1: flight's still going through. That's still That's, going yeah. through.
0: They still made money on it. So the rest of those seats are higher prices because it's nothing but profit for them. Right. This is where people don't understand. People are just like, well, wouldn't they be cheaper? Because then they can just make a little bit of money. No, they don't care. They don't no. care if they're empty because they made that profit margin. They already made it. Right. It's a cost-effective flight. So of course, the people are going to still buy the seats. They're going to jack up the price. It's, it's not, not jacked up. It's,
1: it's price set. Right. It's not the same as a hotel room that's sitting empty and unused that no. they can lower the price. They've just to already fill made the seats. money on that flight. The flight is already happening. They don't care if those are now those seats extra are made seats empty. can be profit. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So the fuller a plane is, which the closer to the date it comes, mm-hmm. they jack up the price right? right. Fort McMurray flights are constantly really, really full or sold out. That's why we're so high in price because everyone wants to come in here, right? So my example, what I was given is that particular price structure that I know Dingwell was all over it and actually crew was all over it too the other day. That particular price structure from uh, Calgary to Honolulu, my opinion, was an emptier flight than it was from uh, Calgary to Fort Mac. Right. And my biggest example was, like, they're not jacking up that. They're all getting into it saying, oh, they just know what Forman McMurray is like and they know how much money. They don't have a fucking clue what it's like up here. All they know is that the flights are full coming up. Like, that's how it is. They don't jack up their prices. The prices are set at that structure. Right. Our price loads are our prices, our fares is the exact same from Vancouver to Prince George. It's
1: just the way it is. To get that plane up in the air to travel yes. X amount of Once they of reach that
0: profit, once they reach that 57%, the price gets jacked up. It doesn't matter if they're going from fucking Calgary to Edmonton. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter if they're going from uh, PEI to fucking uh, Halifax. Fair enough. It just happens that we're always expensive because our planes are always full. The rule of thumb with air travel is book early. That's exactly it because it's an empty plane at that point. And that's exactly what Air Canada said to Ashley Crew on the radio because they're like, change availabilities and the price level changes. Now, I will give... Well, Ashley and WestJet credit uh, when Ashley complained, WestJet "quote unquote" they said there was a seat still on, so they adjusted it. Kudos to WestJet; they just got better customer service, and, and I guess that's a good thing too in the airline industry. And all I'm saying is that I understand the system,
1: right? It goes well, back. And I, I back believe here. a lot of people don't under don't realize that because that was I just learned something myself. Buddy pissed off about Diggers' is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I totally, I to, I get the legacy argument. I totally understand where you're coming from. I, my heart hurts to think about times growing up in Fort McMurray in places that don't even exist anymore. We used True. to, we used to, me and my buddies, uh, well, Riley, Mark, Kurt, Graham, uh, growing up in high school together, we used to, um, especially me and Riley, we'd, uh, we'd hike and dirt bike a lot and, uh, or not dirt bike, but, um, uh, just mountain bike. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no engine, but still like we'd t- take dirt, the trailer, dirt pedal bike. And we'd, we'd, we'd make up our own names, even if stuff has already got like official names recognized by the municipality or the the province or whatever, we just make our own names and write them on maps and stuff. And we called, uh, one of the last places that we, we explored and we, we named was, we called it Timberly timber, which you know now, as Eagle Ridge oh, wow. that, not that long ago 10 years ago less than 10 years ago was all forest with just a few sparse trails through there yeah. and we used to call it there was like a a the very start of the construction there was they cleared one area and there's kind of a mound of dirt that was left for long enough to get a grass coating on it. <laughs> really we we call that mountain makeout, like ironically, because it's totally just not <laughs> even a romantic spot. But we, we, you know, we always named stuff with that kind of sense of humor. And um, like there's one spot that we called Inspiration Point, which is at a, a horseshoe in the Horse River. Mm-hmm. Uh, out by Abasan um and uh i mean there's usually like garbage and there's like there's like bikes that are thrown off the cliff that are waiting <laughs> at the bottom that's totally not that romantic but we- inspiration point <laughs> um but yeah timberly timber is now at the, like the dump <laughs> and uh it's just like uh, yeah okay it makes you sad cuz i've happened. got memories there yeah. but now people's homes are in that spot like think about the new memories that are being made yeah. there people's lives are being shaped in those new residential areas and New jobs are starting up. New technologies in the oil sand. It's not going to change. It's a it's a freight train. It's the, moving straight forward. The people that are complaining about the downtown redevelopment, I think, are the ones that
0: don't want to see the change. And it's either they got to accept the fact, or they literally have to leave town. And and I hate what? to say that to anybody, but like I look at some. Of well, these nobody forms. likes an
1: ultimatum. But
0: well, no, I look at some of these forms on Facebook where they're like, "What Fort McMurray might have been." There's people that's just like, "Oh, look how peaceful it was." Yeah, it was really peaceful in the world too in like the 1700s, but like. It, yeah. The- this is what the cost of progress is, I guess. Yeah. And, and to me, like I find no problem adapting, but other people really do have a problem with adapting. They don't want to, they don't want to lose diggers because it just means so much to them. I know. Well, I can I can understand where they're coming from. Like I'd be devastated if fucking, uh, we lost a hockey team or something like that too. Like, I guess where I can put that in comparison Well,
1: and everything that changes, there's going to be people whose hearts it is close to. Right. I mean, there's, I, it makes me think of the old Mohawk gas station and uh Riviera hotel that used to be right by showgirls there. The old Riviera. (laughs) The old Riviera, yeah. I mean, that was another spot in town that was considered, like in the same vein as Diggers and Teasers and and that hotel and like it's just kind of like people are like kind of scummy well yeah and like eventually the Riviera literally was condemned and got torn (laughs) down and and Showgirls was getting fined because their water system their like fire extinguishing system was run on the same because it was all the same building and they had to to renovate just to separate their (laughs) utilities and like it was this whole big thing so they could tear down this fucking old Riviera hotel and people complained about that I'm like have you ever even spent a night there like do you have bed bugs in like at home now like it's sometimes there's Where, so many, can I get the hourly rate in town? And, I mean, now? it's a testament to Diggers. to the the. I mean, nobody's closer uh, with legacy uh, to the Diggers uh, area whoa, whoa, as Kitty. Get off the <laughs> computer. computer! On the computer! Stop purring at me! Um, <laughs> is is the people who own it? And their deal went through in a night, is from the rumor that I'm hearing. Yeah, I've, that heard they were bu- I've heard a bunch
0: the, of stories. They I don't were know offered the, the
1: money and uh, they basically said, I mean, it was so quick that all of a sudden there were signs on the window saying last weekend will be this particular weekend and now we are closing. Like, yeah. it's going to be a week for you to get your last diggers hurrah in so we can sell off some of our alcohol, you know. So I <laughs> um, well, had the
0: big flea market and
1: inventory. Did you guys buy a bunch of stuff? There? No, I didn't buy. Uh, the roommates got a few things. Mm. Um, some beer ponies. Pictures and, from uh, yeah, 1969. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. About any of the pictures but definitely pictures um, <laughs> Oh, pictures. Yeah. Oh, oh, that makes sense. But but it's. I mean, uh, <laughs> clearly it means a lot to them. They run the place, they own the place, and they sold it too. Yeah. So clearly they're on board, even if they're having a little cry as well as to all yeah, well, the good and it was, times. And it was a
0: good goodbye. It it, it was. It, they they celebrated it, which I think was very proper. They everyone yeah. went there for one last dance. You know that. And that's good. That's all yeah. good
1: stuff. The end of every chapter
0: is the beginning <laughs> of another. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> I think we'll end this chapter. <laughs> That's a good note, I guess. As good as any. Oh, how much time we got? I think we got enough, eh? We got
1: enough. Oh yeah. Sure yeah. Fuck, we got tons. Are you kidding me?
0: I'm sure there's something else. No, the airline the airline ones got me fucking pissed off. It just goes when someone called me oh what is it? Dingwell, I think, is who said it better said it that really fucking set me off. It was like you call yourself the defender for McMurray, but you're willing to be abused. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, like when I were under- you abused? I understand. How airline fares work. And I, and I guess in the end, that, that's what I was trying <laughs> to get across.
1: It's the same fucking thing as recently when the entire town thought that there was a missing three year old girl that was kidnapped. And it turned out to be, as far as I remember from the RCMP report father, is that father. it was, it, they were with family. Nobody was ever kidnapped. Yeah. It was somebody who saw it. And then, and the thing that got me was people all over the internet were complaining about, well, why isn't it an Amber Alert? And why are the I was cops actually doing this? Yeah. And uh, why aren't the cops doing that? I understand and, now. But- well and I mean the, the the Amber Alert one is an easy question to answer. Literally they didn't have proof that there actually was a child missing or in danger yeah. and so they can't call an Amber Alert. No. Like do you imagine how much paperwork they'd have to file after being like, "Oh, false alarm." Yeah. Sorry guys, we actually didn't have the criteria to cause an Amber Alert and yet we did and you know the entire province is now worrying about it, let alone just one community. And but they took it very seriously. They took it so seriously as RCMP and I was just like just back off and let them do their jobs like their job, and that's actually. how I feel about this, uh, the airline thing to a certain extent, especially now that I know how they're priced. I'm like, it's and, not abuse. And, and just I'll never think.
0: Like, uh, Ashley, if you're listening, which I doubt you are, like you, you said, as long as if I finger point and get a discount with airline, I'll always do it. So would I. Good job. Like I'm not discounting
1: that at all. Oh, uh, and it's a very good job. If you, if you, you, you do that with so many different things, especially with travel, like, well, no, that was the only thing getting at me because
0: like, uh, no, I'm not willing to let myself get screwed over. I just, I'm, I just know the system better than you. And. Essentially, that's what I should have said, right? Well, and that's why I'm just to draw not. The- and I guess, like, I was never, I was never saying that how they charge, how their fare structures is is right.
1: I'm just saying I know how it works, and that makes sense to me. Well, the, the airline industry is uh, an industry on the edge of collapse, like in across the world, especially well, North America. The only
0: ones that's the Canada ones. Well, Air Canada, not so much. There are now uh, and WestJet being so stable, right, because of how they operate, right. The reasons why airlines exactly. in, airlines in the states fall apart left, right, and center is because they fucking make the airline fares so cheap to stay competitive <laughs> that they're losing money per flight.
1: I I don't I I don't make enough money to be like dinged for a thousand dollars for a one way airline ticket to stay in North America. Like no, I don't have the money for that. So I'm on board with trying to not spend as much money as you can. But at the <laughs> same time, like it reminds me of the Louis C.K. bit where he talks about everything is amazing and nobody's happy about it and he specifically talks about airlines like people complaining on a flight oh the wi-fi is not working on this flight (laughs) and he's just like look out the fucking window (laughs) you're flying (laughs) Can you imagine how amazing this would be a thousand years ago to tell somebody? It's like, okay, you just put a uh, month's worth of your wages you know, and whatever, whatever your job. I'm starting to go into a joker voice there. <laughs> no matter what uh, your wages for a month, you can get a flight across the, uh, across the world. And It'll it's like very you're flying somewhere. <laughs> they all got a plan. It's all part of the, the thing. thing about airline tickets and hotel rooms is they're not all joker. cheap. <laughs> the,
0: um, well, no, I think Louis C.K. had the same uh, joke, too, where he's just like, I hate when people, like, their cell phone just yeah, takes I know, a couple seconds I, to so load. And I'm so guilty for this. And it's just like, you got a signal being beam beamed into space. <laughs> it Give it a to second. go to fucking
1: space. <laughs> Don't get mad that you can't show me this YouTube video right on the dot because you're so upset that your phone's not working. Although I do that all the time. <laughs> and me too. I'm like, I need a faster, I know better. <laughs> it's not so much the connection to the internet, like it's the processor, because I'm just like... Open the fucking app. <laughs> open the fu- I'm staring at... Open the fucking app. Um, well, you're rocking a fucking still, ancient iPhone there. It's still the same argument, though. I mean, the fact that I have a phone that can do more than the first room-sized computers that sent... Uh, um Sent the, the first shuttle into space landed people on the on the moon like the fact that i hold more technology in my hand <laughs> yeah. i've got to be a little bit more grateful for and that and people are never are and i'm not saying i am either it's just like i
0: said in that particular case with the airline fares i just wasn't surprised at the prices
1: like everyone else seemed to have been and i just tried to explain why and i guess it never could well and out. Like i do i, I do to. get it uh, uh, it's it's the destination uh, and distance factor. I mean, you're trying to you're trying to yeah, you're trying to get and, what you pay and for. And that right? does you're trying play to understand in, the value. It
0: does play into an extent. Totally. It's just you want to know why airline especially in Canada when you look at a flight and you see holy shit, that's a really expensive fare, that means that plane is full. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. And, that, and that's not debatable. That's not uh, I'm not telling you I think that it is. That's fact. <laughs> so, you guys can all go to hell. <laughs> this is the Alienation podcast <laughs> on I'm oh, podcast no, no. Network. I think we'll stop it at this. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> that goes for like ten minutes. <laughs> I bought it. They're doing that sellout at the uh at the sports store, so I bought a goal horn. So I figured we uh, stop the podcast. <laughs> is this
1: magnetic? I want to throw this on top of my truck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'll be weird though, because there's no siren, it's just a goal horn. It's just like why is that guy honking with the red light uh, at me? Uh, nah, I gotta glue uh, it to the wall.
1: The leaf swim. Um
0: well, on that note, I think ranting and alienation is over. So uh, hopefully, we'll start a new podcast next week. We for love new you, listeners.
1: everyone. Uh, uh, hopefully, people can relate to it. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like the saying goes: you can't please everybody, and if you try, you're you're gonna fail. That's right. No, it's true. So it's best just to piss everyone off. Just best <laughs> to just be yourself. That's the that's the bottom line. Steve, thank you very much for coming, sir. So where can they find you? Uh you can find me at Diggers. Uh- <laughs> chaining myself chaining to the myself wall to so the that they don't tear door. it down no actually you can, uh, you can hear me on mix 103.7 in the afternoons um i'm always on the podcast i was gonna nowadays. say yeah
0: you're you're a you cinephiles me around, member
1: now. you're on here i thank you very much buddy i want to keep uh twitter under steve underscore reeve if you if you care to know the inner workings of my mind that i put on the internet twitter's a big f- i love twitter man i think it's i fucking way, love instagram it's too so yeah i got Instagram's pictures galore on mean
0: well, everyone keeps calling Instagram like the artsy, the uh, hipster. It's, it's beyond that now. It's just another form of social media. I, you know eyes. what?
1: Uh, <laughs> before getting into another topic, my really quick argument in Follow for Instagram for podcast. Instagram is I kept getting made fun of, especially by my friend Kurt, who's just like, "Why are you trying to make shitty pictures look old?" <laughs> I'm like, "That's not all it is. Like, it's no, like it's, it's like a, a photo list. journal of yeah. the experience of like I love looking." uh at the not like picture by picture individually but they show you kind of like a cross section of like all your pictures in line and like little icons little thumb i love how they i love that because it's like the story of the week that i just had well they follow the hashtags
0: they haven't I guess they haven't gotten big yet which they should be soon where they delete old hashtags like you mean like you know how twitter like you can't find hashtags from like a year ago right instagram you can
1: yeah oh yeah every tag is like every every, every and i really
0: liked it for the film fest it's, Everyone was going under YMM IFF and you can watch all this progress. Yeah. I
1: fucking loved it. And it's totally. And then it's just another fast. I think that like the big three right now are Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.
0: Well, facebook
1: bought instagram you, well of you, course you of course what Zuckerberg yeah. was looking at right so oh totally but yeah you're right but i mean it's and i mean it's it's it, even though it's under the umbrella of facebook now and under the zone, zuckerberg empire the it's yeah. it's its own animal and and it's, it's not web integrated like you can't get it from your. Computer. that i like that too it's it's, it's specifically totally uh, app related and and it's just i love how it's just on the fly and um and i'm a very Bridge visual can't thinker get it, and it just a visual tells a, a quick story to me and i just love how it can be shared that way i was trying to think of like I was trying to think of how I could adapt that to because my world is in audio. I was like, what if I could make like an Instagram app that was like Voicogram that you could like leave like little voice Cheats. and that's just that, like that a does, voice? That doesn't really like I was like that doesn't pan out. Nobody wants oh, to do that. Top. Nobody wants to like have their voice recorded and put on the internet, but they'll post pictures of their sushi. So that's cool. <laughs> I do hate how you got two different names though, your different name on Instagram than two. Oh uh, yeah, I know. Because uh the Steve with the underscore Reeve was taken on Instagram by somebody else. Oh, was it? So I couldn't put the un- we in- underscore. We find him in there, and we kill him, sir. <laughs> barely. But yeah, that's my little quick edition of instagram uh bye <laughs> i guess we gotta say <laughs> all right Kate, goodbyes.
0: steve is always catch him uh, afternoon drive at the uh, mix 1037 uh he's always on the podcast and i hope he continues to be i'm he's forced i always to, have fun he, i could swear he, he's forced to now so <laughs> cinephiles uh, he's on the ladies room too uh, which is odd because uh, it's a girl show just, nah it's not that odd no, nah, nah, it's not that odd because <laughs> nah, me and you are pretty much always on that show as well uh, and of course you're a valuable member of the yeah, YM well, podcast you're the producer
1: of the ladies room I just show up to watch <laughs>
0: <laughs> we both end up watching, and just
1: kind of did
0: you hear the last episode of oh the yeah show? yeah you just hear us in the background all the time just, just hooting. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. editing that show that's all I heard in the background no, I'm like man. fuck we're really loud see so the next time we'll, give us a mic yeah, or we next can't time talk. We'll shut the fuck up um so, yeah, uh, email us, show at ymanpodcast.com. Facebook is our big one. Uh Everyone keeps asking me, well, you, you take a bunch of pictures of your events and stuff. Why don't you put them anywhere? We do. We post them on our Facebook site, facebook.com slash podcast. You'll see our pictures. Uh, you'll see some videos. Uh, links to events. Links to events. Links to anything cool uh we always put up there. That's our interactive one. So jump on it, uh, facebook.com slash podcast, and also our Twitter at YMM podcast. I think I heard everything.
1: Me? Yep, at, I think so. At Todd hey, You got to start an Instagram Tito. page for a y- while. Uh, no, no, you do. I you was do have say. one. Say. <laughs> and
0: I got Instagram for Todd I got Instagram for YMM podcast. Tito is at hyperphotonic. Yeah. Uh, he's on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and go to his Facebook page. It's.
1: He's. Screwed. Hyperphotonicfilms.com. No,
0: he, f- he fucked up the Facebook page where it wasn't hyperphotonic. He spelled it wrong. Oh, really? And I can't change it. So tell you what, go to his website, hyperphotonicmedia.com, and you'll see the Facebook link, because I know it's spelt improperly, or, need, or just go to the, the YMM podcast, Facebook, and just forget to it all together. <laughs> no, you'll see him link all through. Uh, you'll see him there. He's everywhere, but just add him and like him, too, just like us. So I think that's enough whoring. Uh, August 25th, we got former mcmarie Reads uh, yep. at the Public Library. Well, actually, it's at Mac Island. It's pre- uh, presented by the Public Library. Free show. <coughs> excuse me, free show. Uh, and uh, basically a bunch of people are going to take a lot of books, five different
1: d- defend them groups, right? Yeah. Well, five different people, five except different for panelists. your group is you and Tito. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: me and Tito count as one. Like we always right. have been lately.
1: <laughs> two headed,
0: two headed monster. Yeah. The um so yeah and we're defending Marvels uh so you see actually speaking of Instagram I've been posting some previews on Alex Instagram.
1: Ross's artwork is phenomenal
0: fuck it looks it's I've been yeah. I, well, I actually finished rereading it I'm rereading it again for like the third
1: time in mm-hmm. the last couple weeks fucking love this story Volume man. Two is like I just it happened to be on the coffee table this morning so I reread that oh really yeah oh you got them all separate no well somebody that lives with me does I don't know where it came from it just showed up so I was like ah Marvels. actually yeah. Uh,
0: so yeah uh, ladies from podcast cinephiles check it all out it's all online wyman dot Com. I think that's enough whoring forward now. So, on behalf of Tito, I am Totsky, and I'm Steve. We'll see you next set. <laughs> YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production
1: in association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Fuck. (laughs)